Did I tell you guys, by the way, speaking of Shaq Fu, that um, the Retron 5, if you put Shaq Fu in it, it actually says, may we suggest a better game? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hello, and welcome to the Negative World Podcast, a podcast about video games by the Nintendo fans at NegativeWorld.org. This is episode 84, and we're recording this on Saturday, October 17th, 2015. I'm your host, Steven, or as I'm known on the boards, Dr. Finkelstein. And with me today is my co-host, Joe. Hello, Steven. Hey, Joe. Or Ninsage, as I know you everywhere else. That's what they call me. They do. Hey, so congrats to us, man. Today yeah. is officially our three-year anniversary of being Facebook friends, according to what? Facebook. Yeah. Let wow. me know this morning. <laughs> three years of Facebook. Oh, yeah. We've probably had... Well, actually, I've talked to you probably the most uh, out of a lot of people because, um, you know, we always talk about the show and we do a lot of planning on there and everything. This is true. But uh, the clapping everyone heard was our guest today. We have Paul, as you know him, maybe, Plute. Hello. How Hello. are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs nervously after saying that. He is sarcastic. Oh, I'm yes. doing. I'm doing fine. I'm great. Good. Good. Hanging in there. So it's been a while since we've uh, recorded. We've actually been um, trying to record this particular episode for like three weeks now. It's been a bit of a, uh, you know, somebody's got something going on. We keep having to move it. So yep. we're we're finally locking it down here today. And uh, I'm excited. we got a lot to talk about. We have more than we did three weeks ago, so mm-hmm. I guess that's actually a good thing for the listeners, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first thing I want to get to, though, real quick, is just mentioning the news that hit maybe a month or two ago. Uh, I don't even know how long it's been, frankly, but we have a new president of Nintendo. And, you know, we'll get into the, the details of that probably in another episode, and we'll get to know him, hopefully, uh, as as the year goes on. And maybe we'll see a Nintendo Direct with him and everything. Uh, but uh, we don't know too much about him right now. But that man is Tatsumi Kimishima. And uh, you may not really know his name. But uh, before Reggie was kicking ass and taking names, Kimishima was actually the president of Nintendo of America for about four and a half years. So, you know, he's he's been involved in the business. And before that, he was actually the president of the Pokemon Company for, I think, at least a year. So... Hopefully he has a pretty good grasp on what Nintendo is and what it means. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about the guy. I think he... A lot of people, when this was first... Uh, this news was first given, were kind of like, wow, that guy's scary looking. <laughs> but I've heard that he's, you know, pretty nice guy. I also heard that he wasn't really uh, a big uh, fan of the Wii U, the whole idea of the Wii U. So that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that means for the NX. Yeah. I, I'm i happy with the Wii U. I'm kind of glad it exists. And Yeah, uh, yeah me too. <laughs> I don't know if Nintendo is 100% happy about it right now. No. But I, mean. I can't imagine any other 
version of the console that could have existed, making uh, Mario Maker what it is. Oh, know? I know. It's my favorite game like in a long time. So, so we might mention it on the podcast for a minute or something, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But um, but yeah, so you know, I guess we'll see. Uh, good luck to Kimishima-san and uh, or Kun. I think that's the honorific version. And um, yeah, so we'll see. You know, uh, we're kind of taking our first steps away from the Iwata uh, presidency and the legacy, and and we're into new territory. So as long now, as it's fun. Me, is he um is he president indefinitely, or is it still kind of like an interim thing, or what? Uh, I you know I guess I, I don't feel know like it's indefinitely, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I think it is indefinitely. I think yeah. Miyamoto and maybe even someone else were as a as a pair acting That's right. as interim. That's right. Yep. And now it's uh, he's the guy, Kimishima. Kimishima. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to mention. Just get that out there, get it on the record books, and uh, it's not official till we say it is. So. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say, everyone's been waiting for our podcast to weigh in. Yeah. Oh man. They're all holding their breath. The past three weeks have been just hell because you know we're uh, we weren't mentioning it. So hitting refresh on the feed. <laughs> <laughs> Blogspot, come on. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, so, you know, really quickly, I also wanted to mention something that I'm not per- personally partaking in. Uh, I've just been so busy and everything. Uh, but Shocktober is happening right now. It is October, and we have our yearly Shocktoberfest. And um, are either of you guys participating in this? No. No? I signed up to do System Shock 2, and the scary thing about this Shocktober is I might not be able to do it. Because oh, wow. there are a lot of games coming out right now that I, I just they come like they show up from Amazon and I go oh, I really this is shiny and new so I'd rather <laughs> kind of play that. So yeah. we'll see we'll see. I, I I haven't failed quote unquote failed one of our special you know months. I don't think ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I might you know kind of push myself to do it by the end of the month. But. Well, and that's the thing. It it can be kind of tricky sometimes because we do have these. Uh special events and you know like shocktober and backlogist and new gamer which is next month yeah yeah. new gamer is usually easiest because yeah exactly new game comes out you know hey uh i think the idea is maybe to play a new game that you've wanted to that has been around for a little while not necessarily a brand new game but um i don't think it matters so uh you know maybe i'll do that uh you know animal crossing um Amiibo Festival is going out next month, so hey, that's going to be my uh, um, my big one. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. But back on uh, on Shocktober, so I'm not doing anything. Although I would be interested in picking up Fatal Frame: Maiden of the Black Water, or of Black Water, uh, which is coming out on the eShop on the 22nd. So probably before this show even releases. Problem is though it's eShop only and my fridge is totally full, and so I've got to figure out either if I want to delete stuff, which you can always download again in the future, right? Oh yeah, at least until the servers die. Yeah. Um, which kind of I, I just hate that idea, you know. But I mean the games are so much bigger. Like I I have a huge 3DS card, so it's easy to stock that thing up, and I'm far from from filling that fridge. But the Wii U fridge is so small, compared comparative, but. Anyway, um, do you have a an external hard drive? Oh, we got two. They're just dedicated <laughs> to everything else. 
Oh, of course. You know, there is one I could probably make room on. I've never done partitioning, so I'm not really sure how that works. But I could probably definitely make enough room to partition that, if uh, that's possible. If you have any resources uh, or anyone else out there does, let me know, because um, it's actually an older hard drive. But again, it, I can always re-download it if it did fail, and at least it would free up some space. So Yeah, I'm actually using an old external I bought when I was in teacher's college like a decade ago. Wow. It's a, a 40 gig, but it was it's just enough for, at least for now, for what I've been doing. Because I... That's still bigger than the Wii U's biggest. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. Know. So, and I mean, I still generally get physical discs and stuff, so... Oh, yeah, me too. I've been doing okay. On that note, quick aside, the Yoshi's Woolly World disc art is just, I think, my favorite ever. Oh, I, I haven't it. seen it yet. It's just beautiful. It's just... I haven't opened up the box yet. Oh, man. Well, that's going to make the conversation awkward on that... Uh... One-sided, maybe, but we'll get there in a, in a little bit. I'm waiting for my for mine to show up. I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it might be premature, but we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Back on Shocktober, uh, the first one was, uh, or the first game beaten this year was um, Year Walk by uh, R. Jort. I'm sorry, I butchered that. I <laughs> I've, I'm an American. I have no idea how to pronounce that correctly. Um, I should ask him sometime. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you see the name all the time, and you you know the person like on the boards, but well, plus two, you never have to say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, I know that I'm pronouncing every syllable when I probably should not, or something like that. But anyway, so we've had eight games as of right now completed. It looks like four people are currently working on di- different games. We got Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, Resident Evil Four. Walking Dead season one and Zombie U, which is something I needed to do. I've been I've I have signed up for that game in the past at Shocktober and continued to not touch it. Oh, it's so I good. Know, I know. I enjoyed it when I played so far. I have some of it beaten, but I never actually died and I'm afraid to now, so I don't even want to play. You know that, that <laughs> they you know they've since released that on PC, eh? Really? Yeah. Oh interesting. It's called Zombie, I think. Oh. I guess that makes yep. sense. Yeah, I Better don't know than... how it works without the gamepad, though, because I feel that game is one of the few games that uh, the, the gamepad works really well. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. So, anyway, but uh, there's 16 players that signed up, and yeah, oh, yeah, Plute, you're uh, you're one of them. Wait, so you said you System Shock or Dead Space? Oh, <laughs> System Shock. <laughs> Dead Space. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right, clearly, clearly you've really been into Shocktober. <laughs> as soon as I heard shock, I was like, shock. Oh, but uh, yeah, Dead Space 2. Okay. Well, to avoid some more Dead Space, <laughs> let's get on to uh, our next topic. Nice. Um, thank you. So before, we're going to do some now playing. There's uh, quite a few things we've been playing here, and uh, we all kind of have our own niche, it seems like. Uh, but first, I want to hear from Joe. He's got kind of a special announcement. Yep, super special announcement. Um, so basically, it's just uh, this little surprise, surprise Pokemon project that uh, I've been working on with a couple of other people, uh, mostly from the Negative World board, but also mostly from the Nin Temple <laughs> forum. There's there's a healthy overlap in some in some ways. Um, so. Uh, it's kind of this little Pokemon League that we're trying to get started, and basically what that means is different people will be designated as gym leaders, and then and they'll have a certain type, and then 
random people, anyone who feels like it from either forum can just challenge those gym leaders and if and when they beat them, collect little digital images as badges and, uh, you know, just try to get them all. And we're going to start off with initially four gyms and then uh, if you beat those four, you can apply to start your own gym if you'd like. Uh, and the the real sort of twist on it is this thing that uh, we did for a couple of tournaments on in Temple before, which is um, in order to challenge, in order to like participate, you have to make a team that does not exceed a certain base stat total between your six team members. Uh, and the reason for this is to make a team that is essentially average in strength. You might think, why would you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason is really so that... Pokemon that maybe you like or that aren't usually quote unquote competitively viable. <laughs> you said it, Pikachu. <laughs> well done. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay, you, Pikachu, Pikachu, go away. Bless you. That is Pikachu, amazing. stop. He's got a cold. <laughs> All right, Joe, sorry. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> completely derailed now. Uh, Pokemon that aren't typically that can't typically be used in a quote-unquote competitive setting mm-hmm. can actually be used now, okay. which really opens up the choices and the strategy. And I know for a lot of folks who love to play Pokemon but are really frustrated by the competitive part of it. It's That's kind me. of yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of because of this aspect which people refer to as the meta game. And you know, basically I've always thought it's silly because you've got these, you know, 700 pokemon to choose from, but if you want to play competitively, you really only have like 30 to choose from. And yeah. of those 30, you can only really build them in very specific ways, and it's just it's just kind of silly, I think. So, um so this is a response to that uh this way and you know the rules are all kind of laid out and they'll be they'll be posted for people to refer to it's really not that hard to follow but um yeah basically it means that you should be able to put a team together that you just think is fun uh and actually use them in a competition and the reason why it's should be in theory competitively balanced is your team if you're a challenger will be somewhat weaker based on the stats. However, just like when you challenge gym leaders in the game, you know what the type advantage is. So mm-hmm. that's how hopefully it should balance. And what I want to try to do is make these gyms actually take, you know, two, three, four times to beat. So the way I, I always looked at gyms in the games is they're designed to be beaten, right? Like, you know what the type is. You know what to prepare for. They're designed to be beaten by one strong Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's always kind of been this weird this weird discrepancy in the fiction where, like, they're lauded as these, like, unbeatable juggernauts as gym leaders. But then, you know, you just waltz in with one, you know. Yeah. The level 20 <laughs> Squirtle in your Exactly. Listening. And it just annihilates them. Well, so. you have your backup team of level 9 
uh, Pidgeotto or Pidgeys or whatever. Yeah. Pidgeys. Exactly. Because you know, whatever, yeah, whatever's there, <laughs> plus your one strong Pokemon. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm talking about. So, so this is all kind of theoretical right now, and I'm sure it'll go through a, a couple of tweaks after we sort of open things up, after we do the test fire. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's the theory is that, you know, the challengers teams will have this base stat thing to, uh, really open up the choices and also the actual gym leaders will have the disadvantage of type, but not be restricted by the same base stats and hopefully it should even out and provide a little fun activity for people. So now that's the thing. Yes. What games, what games are you utilizing? Okay, good question. Um, X and Y and Omega Ruby, uh, Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So no black, black two, white two, or any of that. Yeah, I mean, to my knowledge, we we can't even do that anymore, right? Because all those oh yeah, are that's shut so down. funny because they came out not even that long. I know. That's yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Kinda oh, well, that's too bad because I actually have those. Oh yeah, that's right. But my wife has <laughs> Omega, Omega, Ruby. Oh no, she has Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, so, yeah, gotcha. maybe. And I have, we both have X and Y. So, and uh, I'm not a huge Pokemon guy. I I like it, but I. You have I a thought, Pikachu, a real life Pikachu. Well, I know. He's feeling tired, Obviously. though. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, like, I'm. I, I, I love, like, I love the creatures themselves and stuff like that. And Pikachu yeah. is always my main in Smash Brothers, like my original main. But when it comes to. The, the base games, I'm getting a little tired of them. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could play multiplayer, but every time, you know, I try it, like, I dabble in it, I know, like, I'm always just destroyed. Yep. Right? Because yep. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't have the time to, you know, look at egg moves and this or that, right. or, you know what I mean? Right. So this, this is interesting to me. I'm going to look into it. Yeah, please, please do. Um, yeah, for sure. If Shocktober has anything to say about it. <laughs> Shocktober, you know who really likes Shocktober? Oh boy, is it a certain electric type? <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. I didn't expect that for some reason. I was genuinely like, who, who? <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, who is it? So uh, anyway, yeah, no, cool. Yep. So that's it. So we uh, we're getting real close uh, right now. The the gym leaders that. Uh, you would know it from Negative World are myself, Octorok, and, and Mop It Up. Uh, oh. and, and then there's a fellow over on Nin Temple, goes by Tech. And so right now it's the four of us. And like I said, you know, after people uh, blaze through the, the, four, the four teams, then they can apply for their own gym. And the only reason I'm doing it that way is because you really kind of need people who plan to be invested enough to be available. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, if someone's like unreached, then the whole thing kind of falls apart. So um, we figure if, if people beat them all, then then they're at least somewhat interested. So, yeah. So that's it. And uh, look for an official thread, you know, probably within the next week or two at the most. Uh, probably by the time this comes out, I guess. So right up. <laughs> there, there cool. we go. All right. Well, Pikachu. Um <laughs> I guess he's so. gone now. He's gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the Pokeball. Um, all right. Well, thanks, thanks, Joe, for uh, giving us the update on that. And uh, it sounds pretty cool. It sounds like a pretty neat idea. So, I hope and encourage people uh, go 
participate once that's yeah. ready. So, um, let's move on to uh, to what Paul's been playing. Um, there's two things I think, two key things, but we'll get to the other one in a in a little bit. So, uh, there's there's been a demo that just released. So, can you tell us about that? And, and that me and Joe haven't played it, so we need to oh. tell us how it is. Well, then you need to play it. We we should. I've got um, codes in different area codes. Wait. Right, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes, a game that I really wasn't super excited for. Um, I never actually received any codes from Nintendo. Thanks a lot, Nintendo. Um, but I got codes from someone on uh, Negative World. So actually, I, I got my code from J.K. Ricky, who just recently returned to us. Yes. From the grave. Um, but I mean, there are a lot of codes out there. A lot of, uh, a lot of people, I think it was uh, Canon J's thread actually. Mm-hmm. He was the one initially offering codes and then I ended up taking one from someone else, but it's very nice of him to offer as well. How good are those codes or how long are those codes good for? Cause I have four, I need to use one myself and then, uh, Erica pony eats carrot. She's going to take one, but now um... I, th- they, I think, I think then this is me kind of guessing, but during the online, because it's only one hour. Oh, no, it's not one hour. It's a couple hours. I think it's three-hour blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's three-hour blocks for this weekend, like every night this weekend. Mm. Um, just like kind of a Splatoon global test fire they had, which were one-hour blocks. Yeah. Um, so you can play online with random people right now. You will be able to choose friends in the full version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the demo, it's uh, just randoms. And I think you probably have a certain number of times you can play just like every other demo. If you're going to play with people, um, wirelessly, like in the same range as you. Right. Yeah. Okay. And each one's going to need a code. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should give maybe some to my nephews. Yeah. It's, it, and uh, I, so I wasn't super excited for this game. I, I mean, I thought it looked nice because I thought that uh, link between worlds looked nice and it looks exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and I hear a lot of people didn't have as positive uh, experiences as me, but I might get into that too. I went online and I connected to two random people and we went and we tackled the first dungeon. You vote on what dungeon you want to do. And then, you know, it does a roulette and it chooses. Quick quick interruption. Uh, do we know anything more about if the game is just dungeons? Yeah, that I'm not sure about. From what the demo, the demo makes it look like that that's basically what it is. Mm, <clears throat> that was one of my few criticisms about it when they showed it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the reasons why I wasn't super excited as well, because I like to have you know an overworld and stuff. I'm pretty sure there won't be an overworld. But um, I, I think I just got lucky. I connected to two very you know adept people um we worked really well to you know work together you know it's similar to four swords where there's different items you can pick up one person might have the bow and arrow another person might have gust jars or bombs and you work together using those items and the ability to turn yourselves into a totem pole does it stop you from like from everybody having the same item yeah because in four swords everyone can have boomerang you know they have enough of them but yeah. I kind of liked what I saw in trailers yeah, the, where you kind of have one designated guy to do this. Exactly. Or... This one, basically, it's, since it's always three players, there will be three pedestals. And, you know, first person to get the bombs is going to be the one with the bombs. And so all the, all the level puzzles can be figured out with all three people. 
And uh, yeah, it's really fun. And it actually, you know, in true Nintendo fashion, you can hardly communicate to each other. But the communication, the way that they have it set up is really fun. Um, there's like eight, I think eight icons at the bottom. And one means come over here. One says no. One, you know, is like a thumbs up. You can communicate everything you need to do using these buttons. And they're like little cute pictures of, you know, Link. And my favorite button is the cheerleader. It's Link with pom-poms. And so, like, all three of you might do a, a puzzle that, like, caused a lot of issues. And you finally get through it. And it's just funny to see people just spam the button of Link, like, doing the pom-poms. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to explain. But if you play it, you'll 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 appreciate it. No, I got you. I mean, I've seen that in the, the official artwork. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But it's, it's just, like, actually doing it is just hilarious. <laughs> is there any um, instances of using the clothing? Because I know the clothing plays a big role. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure 100% how the clothing's going to work in the final version. But in this version, uh, in the demo, you're given a certain number of clothing options. Um, for example, uh, if you wear Zelda's dress, which is one time I, I wore Zelda's dress, that gives you the chance of finding more hearts on the field, which is actually quite useful because you share hearts. So there's not going to be, you know, throwing each other off a cliff unless you want to get a game over. Yeah, which, thank God, because I would like to see, <laughs> you know, a game like this that's not uh, so troll-able. Troll, trolly, trollable, yeah. yeah. And and, and the game actually, the game, ha- the game has a blacklist, too. So you can blacklist people, like, if they go in just to troll, like, to screw around. So that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... What else? What was I saying? I don't remember. Anyway, it's really fun, and I think it's worth giving it a try. I, I heard some people ran into, you know, people who didn't know what they were doing, and it was frustrating to, you know, try and coordinate where to go. But I think if people, you know, realize what each one of the communication buttons means and and is at least slightly adept at the game, you, you're going to get through it. And, and once you can actually play with friends, it's going to be a completely different thing altogether. Oh, yeah, sorry, the clothes. Yes, yeah, um, different clothes just have different abilities. There's one that I wore that um, if you got hit, there's like you could randomly just automatically have dodged it, so it doesn't count as getting hit. Um, there's one more that makes you shoot three arrows at once, and it, they're cool. They're 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 not needed a hundred percent, but it's kind of nice to see you know the different links wearing different clothes, and it's it is nice to have those little bonuses. Not that they're really needed a hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. Well, it gives it maybe a little bit more depth, especially if it's lacking the overworld aspect. Yeah, but I I think that because you are so, both of you are kind of lukewarm on it, it's probably worth at least at some point this weekend giving it a try. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will. I've been wanting to. I mean, it's a game that I know I'm going to want, but I just don't think I'm going to end up buying on day one, which I think is sometime next month. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe maybe the demo will change that. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, that's the thing. Some people have bad experiences with poor matchups. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, I don't have any other questions. Uh, I could maybe until I try it myself, but glad you're having I, a good experience. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm excited. It's a total day one for me now. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well, that said, uh, I'll jump into what I've been playing because uh, before it was just kind of a basic 
um, experience with the new Animal Crossing game, and now it's kind of expanded into a few other things. So but let's start with the Animal Crossing game. I've been playing Happy Home Designer, and I have played it pretty significantly. Uh, Erica also bought it, and so she's been playing it as well, and we've been actually having quite a bit of fun. So, Paul, remind me what you were telling me before. Uh, you've you have it right, but you haven't played it too much, or no? No, I haven't picked it up yet. Okay, I was I thrown. I was. Uh, I was thrown off by the whole card idea, but then right. okay. I realized that the cards weren't as essential as I had thought they were. So I might get to it eventually. Yeah, yeah. So um, just to touch base on what the game is for people, it essentially is the uh, home decorating aspect of Animal Crossing New Leaf, but completely blown out. And by blowing out, I mean there's just a lot of items, and, you, and it's easier to move things around with because you can use the stylus now. And the game is definitely catered towards being able to design and not, you know, you're not worrying about collecting and there's no inventory system that you have to worry about. And uh, Don't owe Tom Nook any money. No, no. In fact, you're working with him, alongside him. And he's Ooh, actually evil. He's pretty minimal, actually, in the, in the game as far as a uh, presence. It's uh, Lottie, their new character. And uh, she's kind of the, the main... Her and uh, Isabel, Nintendo's new Animal Crossing mascot. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so the game is, is pretty much just that. Uh, you start off by by kind of joining the company, and you get your first client, and you decorate the home how they ask. And there's really no wrong way to eat a Snickers or whatever that um, <laughs> whatever that uh, yes. thing is. There's no wrong way to, to do it, except every person has, again, their style, and there's a few items that they request be a part of that. However, again, uh, there's no... You don't have to put them in any certain way. It's, it's all up to you. So it's totally just kind of a creative sandbox game. And that's pretty cool. I actually liked it quite a bit. It's incredibly charming. Um, one thing I enjoyed about it was that there's a lot of new programmed uh, uh, animations to a lot of the items. And there's even new items that I've never seen before. So when you first get the game, you have kind of a basic lineup of items. But every single new person you work with, you know, they'll want a new theme. So... Uh, Erica just did a haunted house-themed house this morning, and so she was getting a lot of the spooky stuff that you might recognize from New Leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a DLC right now, um, kind of like Animal Crossing had it, where you could download special items and things like that uh, once a month. Right now you can help out this one character that kind of looks like Donkey Kong a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, what he wants is, I forget what they call it, but um, his home has uh, a bunch of Nintendo items, so you can unlock a bunch of that. And now, the great thing, too, is that once you do a home for someone, all those items are unlocked forever. So in your next house, say it was the Haunted House theme, you could still throw in uh, the Metroid um, canister with a Metroid in it, which might add to your spookiness, you know? Mm -hmm. So it continues to grow on itself, which is actually a pretty cool mechanic. At first, I was kind of bummed that uh, there were so few items, but there's actually quite um, quite a bit to choose from, and it's pretty re- rewarding, even though there is no like true unlockable system or there's no actual day-night system. It, it's all just kind of make a house, next, make a house, next. You do get a little bit of uh, bigger projects like schools and cafes and things like that. And those open up a lot of unique items that I hope to see in, in future Animal Crossing games. But my, my major thing with it is that I hope to see these animations show up in future Animal Crossing games. And uh, I, you know, I wonder if they'll even keep this kind of expanded experience in the next Animal Crossing game as well. They could definitely borrow some things from it. 
so it's, do you think it's, on that uh, note that you know that these assets were kind of part of a much larger like traditional Animal Crossing that maybe is on the way but is taking longer than expected and you know they figured this would be a good kind of holdover? No, not really. I think, I mean, unless they have a way to use it in the Wii U version, I think a, a console one might still be the next one we see. Mm-hmm. But uh, these all are New Leaf based, so I feel like the team might have just been tasked to build their inventory upon that. I mean, okay. you might see these in the next handheld one, but I don't think it's anything that they're working on right right now. I mean, we're stuck with uh, Amiibo Festival, whether we like it or not. Mm. So, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's a whole different topic, but oh, I should have got Pikachu to do a sad sound. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he left. Oh, exactly. He's in his ball, so he can't do yeah. it. <laughs> it's just a very muffled Pikachu, because he can still kind of hear us. Um, but yeah, so the game's pretty fun. Uh, I can definitely understand the justified criti- criticisms that uh, forty dollars is a lot for this game. It's um, it does feel well, you know, when when. Animal Crossing New Leaf is less than that at the same store. It feels like you're getting less of an experience, but it's it's a full experience. It's just very specific. So, yeah, you know, I don't really regret buying it for full price. And Erica, she's really enjoying it. So, possibly even more than I am. So, I think it's a it's a good value. The one thing that I have to criticize is the fact that her and I, even though we're in the same household, had to buy separate copies because the game, even when you put it in someone else's 3ds, it saves everything on the cart and so we were not able to have two two files that's weird because i can't imagine that game taking up that like such an amount of space that you can't have two files even saved on the card that's 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 just a money decision that nintendo made and that's silly it's disappointing absolutely because all the assets are going to be on the card so you don't have to worry about uh you know someone having something that you don't and trying to run a save file or whatever um there's just no excuse for it, you know. Uh, it, it was really actually kind of pissed me off when I first found that out because I was so excited to have her try it. And I had done a few houses. And she can redo my houses or she can continue with the quote-unquote story. But part of the fun of the game is to discover each new house and theme and to just give it to somebody and have them redo what you did. Not only loses your, uh, you know, your history with the game, but, you know, it's not really a surprise. So. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's a bummer. Nintendo, shame on you, but uh, you've done a lot of shamey, shameful things. Uh, on that note, Amiibo cards. <laughs> um, I'll mention that really quick. And uh, those have been pretty cool, I think. It is a neat way to introduce characters. The way that they interact with the game is uh, simply you can tap an Amiibo card and you can that character will come into play and you can either add them to your scene if, say, you've got the school built and you want to make that person... Uh, uh, a student or the teacher, you can just have them sit and hang out in your in that room for ages, or you can actually uh, tap them in, on the amiibo phone and just call them up, and you can do their house. And I think every character probably has their own special uh, theme. Or no, 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 they don't. That's right. Okay, so the characters that are in the game that you occur naturally, those um, have special themes, but the amiibo cards is just free range. So that's kind of cool and kind of not. I mean, I don't know. I guess. I guess it's cool because then you're not, you're not locking items behind these amiibo cards, but it would be kind of nice if you know I had my KK slider card, and it unlocked some sort of cool KK slider music related stuff or something. But you can't really do that with all the characters. 
See, it's funny because I actually feel the same way as you. Like, if like the fact that it, there isn't stuff un- unlocked by them, like big stuff unlocked by the cards, actually makes me more likely to get the game. But also, I have a lot of amiibo, <laughs> so I understand the want to have you know just a little bit more because I own them. You know what I mean? Yeah, you put the investment in. Might as well get some out of it now. Exactly. You've My been only a sucker. Yeah, exactly. My only problem with the cards is that, you know, they're randomized and I just, I can't get into it. Yeah, every time I get an alert that, you know, they're on sale at this place or that place, mm-hmm. I get the urge, but I've got one pack on, on the way right now, and that'll be like my fourth pack, maybe. But, you know, I, I'm not going to bother with that. I'm, I'm going through some things in my life right now that I need to spend money in better ways, so uh, yeah. it's not really worth it at six bucks a pack. I mean, at, at minimum, for the first wave of 100 cards, you'd have to buy 100, uh, or uh, not 100 cards, um, you know, or no, $100, wait, I'm completely not even thinking about math, I'm just talking numbers. <laughs> okay, so at six cards, uh, a pack at about $6 a, uh, a pack, you, yeah, so it's $100. It's a bunch theory, of money. Right, so you buy $100 in cards, and then you, um, you trade, and then that's the minimum. If you don't trade them, you know, if you're trying to find them by yourself, then all the redundancy you'll find is just, you know, it's kind of uh, frustrating. So I'm not too big into the blind card packs, but I guess it, it's also at the same time fun to find out what are you going to get. But you just can't be a completionist unless you have way too much money to burn. Yeah, and, that, and I already went through the whole Animal Crossing card thing back with their e-cards. Yeah. Do you remember the e-cards? Yeah. I had the entire set of those e-cards. And not even that long ago, it was a few years ago, I, you know, I had my little binder with all my Animal Crossing e-cards, and I sold it on eBay for like, I don't know, 50 bucks or something like that. Mm. And then all of a sudden now I'm looking at these cards and I go, these cards look the same, mm-hmm. except they have NFC chips in them. Yeah, which oh. is pretty cool. I like it the, is I cool. Like idea, but... But, but again, yeah, it's, it's not that important. So uh, I would like to get a few of my favorites, but if I was to buy them just by themselves someone's gonna mark up like crazy i'm not gonna want to do that and i'm not gonna want to keep buying uh, oh yeah things. you'll you'll end up like spending six dollars per card right instead right. of <laughs> at least um i guess the one thing i would i would like to see is nintendo actually uh have the prints last a long time so you can continue to try you know if i could try over the next year or two even if they introduce other packs but i could still have a chance then mm-hmm. i can you know as my money you know, occurs, I can actually spend the six hours here and there and, and keep working towards it. But I worry that, you know, in a month or two, they're going to be down to the second phase and then the third phase, and then you better be getting them right right now, you know. Uh-huh. People have been buying up entire boxes if they're able to, so it's kind of like shitty that people are doing that kind of stuff again. Not necessarily for scalping, but because they want the whole collection, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just not worth it. Plus, part of the Amiibo thing for me that I love is the physical statues and these kind of things and the cards are nice but you know unless you lay them all out next to each other you've got one on the top of the stack and uh that's it. yeah and that's it <laughs> so not too big on on my thing here uh but we'll move on from that it, it doesn't hurt the game at all and it doesn't uh it's not required so i think it's it's a nice additional thing i think it's great that nintendo's doing it but uh it's just nothing that i'm going to spend my money trying to collect everything for there's going to be 400 total cards i think and that's just way too much money. Four hundred dollars minimum for all of these, uh, right? And uh, and it's not you know again if I could guarantee that they'd be used in other games too, it'd be different. Like 
the amiibo that you can buy now, most of them have multiple uses. Yoshi's Woolly World is the latest example. It uses almost all of them, I believe. So, amiibo cards are pretty much useful for only this game, and then I think they'll be used in uh, the upcoming amiibo festival in some manner, but that's still two games, and one of them might suck real bad, so... <laughs> Do like does does the KK slider card work as a KK slider? Like if you put it in Mario Maker, would it unlock KK slider costume? I do think that that's true. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I say that because, oh, have you unlocked all the all the costumes in that game? I don't have all of them yet. Okay. Well, from what I can tell, every single amiibo exists in there, um, and there's a whole line of Animal Crossing costumes in that game, and I think. All of the amiibo are are seen in there, so I think that's possible. They wouldn't have done it like that if otherwise. Yeah, so, the only amiibo I think that aren't are the uh, the Mii's, the Mii fighters. Right. right. Yeah. Aside from that, though, they're all there. I tried that with my Mii fighters, uh, one of them, and um, I at first I thought like did I get a bad import because I got the Japanese imports? Mm-hmm. So I was able to get them for pretty much the same price as normal, which was pretty sweet, and uh, kind of gets that out of my way. As far as um, <laughs> worrying about it, so amiibo, get it out of your way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, exactly. So, um, yeah. So that's correct, though. Even the Pokemon uh, ones are in, in Mario Maker. So anyway, uh, um, I accept their questions yep. on the cards. There. Yeah. Um, first of all, do you think that the uh, that the chips inside them really kind of like merits the price tag because I've, I've heard some people debating like well that's just kind of the going rate of collectible cards um but do you think that like uh, i guess just first question do you think that the pricing is fair just cards alone for what you're getting um yes for a regular pack again if you're trying to collect then it really is kind of a, a cash grab but it's not so bad if you just want a few just to um just to have and I'm sure the well. I guess I don't know how much the NFC chip really costs, but a, a, a dollar for a very nice looking card and on on a nice quality card stock with some sort of functionality in my video games, a right. dollar does seem fair. Right. It would be more fair if I could actually choose which ones I wanted and then just do that. Okay. But uh, as a blind bag, it's a little bit less fair. Okay. I would like to so see them cheaper. That kind of leads to the next question then. So if, if it is a blind bag, do you think that maybe just if they had fewer of them, it would be cooler as a as an entire sort of project? Because like then maybe you'd have a better chance of getting them all? Or yeah, Well, yes and no. I, yes, because I understand your premise, but no, because I hate to be the guy who whose favorite character wasn't one of the ones they decided to go with. Okay. I mean, they're going to do one for every character, I believe. So that's that's really cool for those who have a favorite. I mean, we all had our different favorite characters. You know, my girlfriend loves Kid Cat. I love Sydney. Sydney. And yep. uh, you know, there's Punchy too. And um, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, I did. You know, I did get Pascal though. So I do have one of my probably top three. I'm, I'm excited for that. But uh, anyway, so. Um, my answer to your question would be uh, no. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, unless anyone has anything else to ask, uh, I can go on to my next game. Do it. So I picked up accidentally two copies of Chibi Robo Ziplash with the Amiibo, and uh, I've got to 
take one back. Did you accidentally do that? <laughs> it's called redundant pre-ordering. Oh, I'm, I'm quite a pro at it now. Nice. Uh, in this world of uh, amiibo hunting, yep. in fact, I've got a lot of Amazon Italy orders to cancel today, and uh, I can get into that later. But um, I had bought uh, hell, so I try. Okay, I really okay. I, I pre-ordered uh, Chibi Robo by itself on Amazon ages ago. And I didn't think that that was going to include the Amiibo. I figured they'd have another SKU for that, but I just left it alone. Then I heard that uh, Best Buy Canada was doing pre-orders for it with the Amiibo, finally. So I locked one down, had it being shipped to Paul's house, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't tell him yet. But um, uh, then I, I locked that down, and then like the day after, Costco in America, they were offering it, so I, I nabbed one of those. And then um, I canceled the one in Best Best Buy Canada, and then Amazon did one, and I got that one because I prefer Amazon for shipping and my free two day shipping and all that good stuff. So that's my my go to, and I forgot I completely thought that I did, but I forgot to cancel the one from Costco, and so that one I got an email saying that that shipped or no that the Am- or yeah yeah no I got an email that the Costco one shipped and I thought well. Maybe I should cancel my Amazon one, but I was getting ten bucks, ten bucks cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, okay, I'll just let the Costco one happen. I'll let Amazon happen, and then I'll return Costco. And then I debated if I should just give it to somebody or whatever, you know. Uh, long story short, I think I'm probably just going to end up giving it back and getting my money back for it because I don't know anyone around here who would want to pay pay for that, and I don't think even my nephews would would like it as a as a game just for who they are. So. Yeah, so I, I have two copies now. I've got two Chibi Robo Amiibos in my house, and uh, they're both in their boxes. But I'll take one out soon. Uh, it's a very nice Amiibo, by the way. I've seen it at the store. Oh, did you? Yeah, I have. I have one on its way, but it's taking a while for some reason. Mm-hmm. No, it's very cool, and I like the fact that it's so unique because it's not a Smash Brothers one. It's not a Mario line. It's not, you know. It's just its own thing. It's its own little Amiibo, all on its own. Absolutely, and. I kind of wish that they would do more of that. Just have a lot of like one or two yeah. in a series, and then move on. Um, and I would keep buying them because after this Animal Crossing run, you know, my brain says stop. <laughs> but then, but then the Legend of Zelda stop. and Star Fox. Oh, well, Star Fox, <laughs> I won't mind so much. I won't need that. I mean, I have the Smash Brothers ones for those, and uh, I'm not a huge yeah, fan but, of the franchise. So, but Slippy Toad, come on. Yeah, hey. I could pass. <laughs> I, I love like Star Fox. Toad. Oh, I think Joe and I are both kind of in big Star Fox camp. I could see myself getting a Slippy Toad. <laughs> oh, I, I could too. I, I get Slippy Toad. I get his pink girlfriend. It's <laughs> sounds like sexually transmitted diseases or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have Slippy Toad's pink girlfriend. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, anyway, so back on Chibi Robo. Um, so th- it's my first Chibi Robo game, and it's probably a horrible representation of what Chibi Robo is really about, or at least I presume it is. Although Guy had some pretty nice things to say about it in the thread. Yeah, and, I was uh, happy to see that actually. Yeah, you know, and so far my sentiments are kind of aligning. I mean, it's it's a platformer. It's not anything special per se, but it's actually pretty fun. It's got, it's very cute. A lot of Nintendo's games lately have been very cute, and uh, um, it's just it's fun. That's that's it. That's all I really. I also to be. think. Going like looking back uh, at the Chibi Robo franchise, isn't it kind of like impossible to say what the franchise is about? Like, don't most of the games break 
off into some other yeah, genre I, of their own? I, I think most of them, like, I mean, the first one is the one everyone thinks about, just right. like Star Fox. Everyone thinks of Star right. Fox 64. So the yeah. first one, which I unfortunately never actually had a chance to play. Um, and I really want to, actually. It's one of those games that I'm kind of, one day I have to play it. But, you know, you do a bunch of chores. Yep. And then there's a story going on in the background. And I know I'm crossing. I don't think quite like that, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm giving it. A, I'm doing it a disservice by saying it that way. But I, I have Park Patrol, and in that one, you grow flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, there's Photo Finder, which I never played. So I don't know. Yeah, it seems to be like this one's yeah. like the biggest departure because you know all of a sudden you're stuck in a 2D plane and you're actually fighting right. bad guys. And I don't right. think he's ever actually fought bad guys before. So, well, and that's the counterpoint. Is some people thought that that kind of breaks from what Chibi Robo has been about. Yeah, and that's fair. That's a fair like it's a, especially for someone who like if you really loved the first game. Yeah, they've never actually given a game like that again. So, he fought bad guys in the first one though. He Were there a bad blaster. guys? Yeah. Oh that's really? See, well, I never actually uh, played it. Yeah, that's how you collected bolts or whatever it was, and kind of use them to okay. upgrade stuff. Yeah. Well, that's well, much... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, that's pretty much what this game is about. You're going on a 2D platforming binge. You're whipping with your plug, which is actually a pretty cool idea. Um, yeah. Every level you start kind of at your basic, and then you collect uh, just little orbs that extend your, your plug further, and you can obviously use it to hit farther and farther items. And uh, I think they're pretty fun levels so far. I've played quite a handful of them, and uh, like the the challenges and the enemies and they're all they're just enjoyable. It's just cute. You know? Oh, that's nice. I'm I'm pretty excited to try it actually because I don't mind you know playing just a nice turn off your brain kind of side exactly scroller. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not you know there's not a huge story to get into, but there is a story and it's something that I can definitely uh, do while watching TV or or I don't have to do something while I'm doing it, but it's very chill, you know. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of pressure where I have to feel like I'm I have to give it all my focus to be able to play it, you know, and then enjoy myself. But then again, uh, there are aspects of it that you do want to give yourself more focus in order to uh, to really uh, succeed and not just be average at the levels. So, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of things to collect. A lot of like snacks. I gave some airplane uh, some potato chips. I don't know what the hell was happening with that, <laughs> but it happened. And then he's like, give me uh, this German cookie. And I'm like, okay, when I find it, whatever that is. Oh, so he's still doing doing things for people and, yeah. or doing things for airplanes. So <laughs> That's cool. I'm, I'm pretty excited to try it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And make sure to plug in your Chibi Robo Amiibo as soon as you get it. Why? <laughs> Oh, to I unlock you. a right special the wall. <laughs> well, I haven't done it. To yet, unlock but... a special burnt chibi robo amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, I think it does level up or something, so I probably should do that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, so that's. Are you? Am I missing something? I think Joe meant to plug it into the wall. <laughs> I know. I figured. Yeah. That's yeah what I meant, okay. But <laughs> I was just kind of moving on. Um, that's a good idea. And. Uh, Luckily, the the plugs are too thick to actually put into an actual wall. Yeah, I actually took a look at that at the store. I was like, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Didn't have kids trying to actually plug them in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not that I'll let kids ever touch my amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> I Not hear you. Kids. 
kids can't touch my toys. Hey, I got my uh, nephew a little Mac, and his brother ripped his arms off. So. Oh, don't remind oh. me. I knew that story. It makes me throw up. <laughs> Although I think they've had a reprint, so it's not so bad. But it's really I, not a huge deal anymore. Yeah. But it was horrible when uh, when it happened shortly after Christmas when uh when that was yeah, like, to get so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so it, it's pretty fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. And uh, that said, I've on my next game here, my last one before we get into our main topic. Uh, I've played this one even less. I've only played it for about a half hour today, but it is freaking awesome. And that is Yoshi's Woolly World. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't Woo-hoo! have any fanfare or anything. Um, but I got to tell you, Pikachu. <laughs> um, no, this game is. I mean, I know Mario Maker is definitely one of my my favorite games that Nintendo's done. Um, and I've played it for about the past month, so I definitely have a... Uh, uh, I'm kind of used to it now, so let's say that my love for that game has died down, but this is so fresh and so new, maybe I'm being overly excited for it, but it is just so incredibly adorable and fun, and, and it's brilliantly designed, the graphics and the gameplay and the style, and every adjective I can name off is just so well-crafted that uh, I had such a joy. I I had a smile across my face the entire time this morning, and I only played two levels. So, but um, and actually, this is the first time I've actually uh, wanted to collect everything in a Yoshi game. I usually find it kind of tedious, and I'd never done okay. it before. But in the first two levels, anyway, I found myself kind of bummed that I I missed one of the uh, the Miiverse stamp coins, and so I went back before I finished the level just to see if I could find it again. And I didn't, so I'll have to go back through the actual level again sometime. But there's just a lot of stuff to collect. The animations are, are adorable. The characters are so well done. Everything is, you know, in yarn or crochet or some sort of knit. I mean, it's all authentically uh, done, and it doesn't break its theme at all. It's it's just, oh, it's fantastic, man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we we picked it up yesterday, so um, I'm not sure when we'll get around to playing it, but probably pretty soon. You know, I've never, I've never really even played a Yoshi game before. This is going to be like my first Yoshi experience. Really? Yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I never, you know, like I didn't have a Super Nintendo when uh, Yoshi's Island first hit, and some of the other ones, I don't know, just didn't didn't really grab me enough. But this one. Uh, not even necessarily. I mean, the art style looks amazing. It's but it's not even just that. It just it just looks fun uh, in a way that I guess the the past games didn't to me, or you know, just never really hooked me. So yeah, looking forward to it. Well, I think it's breathing. A, I mean, for you again, you don't have the um, I guess the context so much because you haven't been playing these other games. But mm. it uh, it breathes a fresh breath of air into the series. Mm-hmm. I saw someone on Twitter, I think Bill Trinan had retweeted it or something, and someone said that this is the sequel to uh, the Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island that they've always wanted. Right. And uh, and I can see where that's coming from. I've played Yoshi's Island DS to its fullest extent. Um, I have the 3DS one that came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget the name of that one, but I got that for free. Even though people said it's not that great, I wanted to get it anyway, and I would like to beat it at some point, but I've only played it a handful of times, and uh, with this here, I can't imagine that um, that I want to uh, uh, go back, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, but no, it's so fun, and 
I still have a lot of like Mario Maker to play, and I want to play Chiba Robo and the Animal Crossing. All these games I'm talking about, I'm still not done with them. But this is a game that I want 100% as soon as I can. Awesome. So, and not that I want to rush through it, but I just want to keep playing. Like, I mean, I pulled myself away today so I could shower, <laughs> and uh, and I did that just knowing that you know Erica was going to keep playing, and she's playing right now actually, and that's why I might sound stupid if I'm distracted by it, but. Uh, it's just oh, it's so freaking awesome. Cool. I you know I, sorry to the audience if that, sometimes that's what my uh, criticisms are or my my thoughts on a lot of great games I enjoy. It's just you know it's awesome, it's cool. But that's really all I can say about it. I mean, I have to play it more, and I guess to get specific or critical on it or whatever. But don't you like, want to nitpick until the fans of the game get really upset and then want to post in our thread and listen to us more that's yeah that's me you do that yeah something we haven't tried so uh yeah okay i'll I'll keep my mouth shut there's a whole (laughs) lot of political jokes i can make um to get people riled up but yeah so this is this is a really great game i mean it's made by goodfeel and that's just completely the like the advertising campaign for it as well Mm -hmm. that it just feels good and Mm -hmm. it gives you a good feeling so just um, the just the yarn Yoshi alone gives you a good feeling. Well, yeah, you know, and hell, let's look. Let's talk about that real quick. These are the coolest amiibo I think that ever existed. Yep, I think so. I have. Uh, I saw some friends last night, and one of them brought over all three. Did they to show us? Yeah, they. She had bought one of them, and then was like at home uh, showing them showing the first one to her husband and she was like yeah there was two other colors there and they looked really cool and he was like well how much were they and she said oh I think they're less than 20 bucks and he was like well you should just get them mm-hmm. and so she was like I think I will and so <laughs> she did so sure. yeah brought them all over they all looked awesome we just limited ourselves to the green one that came with the game but it looks very, very cool. And I, you know I'm not really that amiibo crazy like at all. But uh, it looks sweet. And I, I, I'm glad we have it. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I also did some limiting um, to two sets. <laughs> nice. I, had bought, I bought, um, I think they were from Japan maybe. Or no, the UK maybe? I don't know. I got three of them a while back, a long time ago, like back in the summer, because that's when they, this game came out for a lot of other regions. Mm-hmm. I think it's only just now coming out for uh, yeah. NA. Yeah. And I think that's because Nintendo needed something for this time of year. But there's no other real, real explanation for it. It was in English months ago, so right. I don't know. But uh, I bought all three, and I kept them in the packaging because I just couldn't bear to take them out because they were so nice-looking in their package. And then um, I knew I was going to end up getting the game with the green Yoshi uh, and uh, um, so I could at least have that and take that one out of the box and then I think Amazon had the pink Yoshi up, or no no Walmart I think had the blue suddenly and I was like okay so I got that one going I was like but I'm not going to get the pink pink was available I'm not going to go get it and then the other day Amazon put them up and I was like "Ah, screw it so now I got two sets I can keep one in its box and uh, I can open three for the other ones. And that's the only amiibo I've done that for. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm money okay is temporary, but, <laughs> but Yoshi is forever. 
Yeah, and let's not forget that I'm pretty sure that my Mario Yo- or Mario themed amiibo Yoshi and the uh, uh, the Smash Bros. Yoshi all should be functional in the game in the same manner. Mm-hmm. So I really don't need um, five Yoshis or a six when I get Mega Yarn Yoshi. Uh, I was just going to ask about Yoshi. that. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, these things are a little bit smaller than I expected, but Mega Yarn Yoshi is going to be huge and awesome. He's going to be a great centerpiece. So I got to go for that. I got to do it. Um, presuming my finances don't cause me pain at that time, whenever it comes out. But <laughs> I've got a pre-order from Italy, and I want to cancel that really bad because it's just going to be way more expensive than it needs to be. But I'm um, keeping my eyes out. So, but now, now that I'm going to get the three uh, in um, in the U.S., I think I'm going to actually open up the other ones I have, since uh, might as well keep the ones, you know, the American ones in the box. So. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. So, um, yeah, so they look nice. The game's really fun, and uh, I'll have way more to talk about in the next episode when I play it more. But I personally can't wait to play it. But once again, everything I order online comes like way late. Yeah, where do you order this stuff from? Amazon, actually, no, Yoshi's Woolly World. I ordered from Future Shop, which was a store in Canada a couple years ago. <laughs> the store closed down. It's owned by Best Buy now so mm-hmm. i ordered it a couple years ago during e3 because they had a 30 percent off sale like if you order your games pre-order them at e3 you get them 30 percent off so i've been waiting a while and so it's just going to be the regular version of it so i'm gonna have to wait till the green yoshi comes out on its own but yeah hopefully it'll uh, come soon it's one of the last things that future shops gonna ever do so hmm. but but generally i know i order from amazon and they they take forever, Amazon.ca. It's driving me crazy. Well, that's a bummer to hear. Yeah. I mean, I, I did, uh, I applied for like one month of free, uh, what's it called? Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So we see how that goes. But hey. I, I didn't I didn't apply for it before. So Prime is uh, awesome here. I mean, it's worth it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's probably awesome here too. So we'll see how it goes. I, it worked for me for something that i ordered oh persona dancing all night hat i got that really quickly so Mm. yeah well all right so um hopefully you get that soon and uh you know join in on the thread and in the forums or yeah i can't wait to talk about it so um before we get to our main topic and uh take our short break here um i did want to give a dr finkelstein amiibo update which is more or less just me saying what I've done recently, because um, it's not you know nobody gives a shit at all. So I just want to say that <laughs> I was happy because at work the past uh, couple days, and then even actually one of them today, I was able to lock down pre-orders from Walmart.com for most of the Animal Crossing amiibo. So I'm pretty psyched because now I uh, can undo a lot of uh, Amazon Italy pre-orders that I had. Uh, thank God they do ship to. Um, the U.S. because then I could at least get that locked down. In the in the past couple of runs though, for the Smash Brothers ones, uh, the U.S. got them so late that my pre-orders that cost me way more ended up shipping before I could pre-order the American versions, and I ended up paying you know more than I wanted to. So it's nice that I can actually get rid of this bit of insurance. Um, but I've got everything locked down. I've got Cyrus, uh, KK, Mabel, Reese, and Tom Nook with Walmart now. Lottie is still Amazon Italy, but she'll come eventually. I'll probably get to get rid of her from there. Digby and Isabel come with a really unfortunate-looking game, so I can't wait to blow money on that. <laughs> and uh, I'm still not sold on it. I'm, I'm really 
is really is that the only way to get Digby and Isabel? Like currently, and I bet you it won't be the only way eventually. I hope not. It's like uh, you get three Animal Crossing cards too, so the actual value of the game itself is thirty bucks. And I just I'm I'm still trying to feel it out if it's worth three dollars. But Nintendo's being kind of quiet on it, so um, I kind of wish that they were being a little more open about what the game's about, so I could make a better decision. Yeah, that's weird. The game comes out in a month, so it's weird. Uh, but they've only had like Japanese trailers and stuff, not even like American coverage. So that's concerning. Um, but uh, whatever. Um, I actually n- locked down a Mewtwo pre-order as well at Walmart. That was a surprise. And then I actually nabbed a Falco from Best Buy the other day. They had it up. And uh, so besides, I think Mega Yarn Yoshi and Lottie are the only ones I have from Amazon Italy that I still would actually hold on to. And then after that, I'm going to do the tally of how much money I've spent on Amiibo in the past year. <laughs> Don't do I, it. And then realize... <laughs> Well, I have a spreadsheet that I keep track of which ones I have and all that, you know. And there's definitely 83 lines that are filled, and uh, only a few of them are in the header. So someday, when you're telling your kids why you can't send them to college, <laughs> be like, "Check out these amiibo, though." Yeah. Uh, well, got, they're gonna learn a lot got from Digby. You know, we'll do like bird anatomy <laughs> from the Falco amiibo. <laughs> and uh, I'll teach them how to crochet using the yarn Yoshis, and they'll learn things. They'll you know. learn things. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not financial management, but other things. I'm just <sighs> messing with you. No, no, it's it's been an interesting experiment, and honestly, I like I like them now that I have them. But I kind of hate Nintendo for doing this <laughs> because it I don't have self control. I guess I'm learning this about myself. Um, but again, you I bought could, them as figurines, not for the content. But the content they've unlocked has been pretty cool too. At the same time, you in, in could some stop instances. it. In What's that? You could stop at any time. I know, I know. It's on me. Okay, but let's not get into that. So, I guess I just want to say uh, thank you to Walmart, which I never thought I'd say in my life. But uh, actually, in general, though, the amiibo the amiibo situation's been much better. I mean, they've been doing reprints and pre-orders are lasting a lot longer. Uh, the Falco one, for instance, on Best Buy, that's a, ex- uh, exclusive to Best Buy in the U.S. And the thing is, the pre-orders were up for, over, like a, I think, maybe at least a day, a full 24 hours. That's the best. Yeah. And so let me let me ask you this question before we move on to our uh, main topic. But uh, do you think it's actually better to have exclusive uh, retailers for this? Because I'm seeing that, you know, while on paper I don't like the idea of it at all, because I want to have the freedom to go wherever. and, and But if you are at one retailer, then you have the ability to lock it down to one per person, and you can have all your stock going to that one store, and then really it's just a matter of letting it loose. You can you could tell people when they're going to be available, and then you know only one person's getting one Amiibo, and they last longer. I do th- to, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, no, I do think that now exclusives have been quite good. Mm-hmm. Now that they have the stock, I mean, back with like Rosalina times, and oh, shit. all that stuff, that was awful. Just yeah. Absolutely horrendous. But I mean, ever since like EB, EB, uh, GameStop had uh, the retro three pack, right? Mm-hmm. Those were like, you could get, I, I they were all pre-order. The pre-orders were open like the whole time. Yeah. And when you went like the day they came out, they were a bunch on the shelf. Yep. 
that's awesome. I'm perfectly fine with exclusives as long as the stock is there. Yeah, you know, actually, the three-pack, the retro three-pack, I think in the U.S. it was up for even like two days because, uh, you know, uh, I believe he was Hero of Hyrule, I believe, who actually was going to, he got me a physical pre-order from his store and he was going to mail it to me because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to go that day. I had a wedding, I think, and I wasn't able to go. Or, or no, 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 it was um, it was an event for a wedding that was upcoming. So uh, I couldn't go. He He was nice enough to lock that in for me and then, I think the day or two later, they went up on GameStop's site, and I was like, and I, I got up really quickly, so it was, you know, uh, not something that I had to wait for, but it was still like a day or two later that they still had them, and there was yeah. no cancellations. Yeah, and I mean, even uh, I was at Toys R Us the other day. They have a, a wall of Bowser Jr. Yep. And uh, Walmart has a wall of Dr. Mario. I'm still so, seeing Dr. Mario, well, Target in the U.S. here, but I see Target. Oh, yeah, sorry, Walmart, Walmart in Canada, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like everywhere. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. So. so it's pretty cool. It, it was definitely a, a tough six to eight months. Now, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Now this, you know, yeah. I mean, next month is a year of Amiibo, so. Uh, Feels like 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know, my big question is how long are they going to do this for? You know, oh, it, seem, it seems to be making them some money, so. Yeah. But I mean, I don't see that in five years. If it keeps going, but I mean, it might end up crashing. You never know, right? Yeah. Because um, right now, the, I, even at my Walmart, Walmart actually moved their Amiibo section to make room for the Lego Dimensions. Oh boy! So and and Lego Dimensions, like they have a Portal Two set. I want to get that. But if I do that, I'm going to end up wanting to get all Lego Dimension. They have like Ninja Go and stuff, but I don't even know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have an addictive personality, kind of like you. So. <laughs> I um I looked at that and I thought that was cool, but uh, I get frustrated at how expensive Lego sets cost. They anyway. are, yeah, so, yeah. It's pretty bad. But I, I mean, a port having like Homer Simpson in Portal Two with like Marty McFly, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I think that's been the thing that's kept me sane though is that I don't quite understand how Dimensions works as a game, so I haven't been that interested in buying a little bit of Legos for it. So at least with the Nintendo stuff, I can I understand how it functions. Plus, yeah, you know, like all of the characters. Even if you don't play the game, you at least know who the character is. Oh, yeah. Well, with with Lego, you have you know you have Emmett from the Lego Movie, and then you probably have some other things. But then you have like Ninja Go, which I think kids I think like. It's I Ninjago. guess. Ninjago. Oh, sorry, Ninjago. Just to so sorry you, about that. You don't sound silly to all the Ninjago fans. <laughs> you know that that actually <laughs> sounds better. I always called it Ninjago. Ninjago. Ninja. Greninja. Greninja. So then there's Greninja. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, 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 what, what I was getting at was, you know, Walmart already moved, you know, the, the Amiibo somewhere else. But I'm still assuming the Amiibo are doing pretty spectacularly. Yeah, I think I think so. I, you know, it's just going to be an interesting time now. It took them a year to get rid of all these Smash Brothers Amiibo. And there will be one or two for the DLC characters, uh, which I would probably still want. Cause I'd of like course to get you the will. collection, you know, that's the whole point. <laughs> But, um, you know, after that, it, I'm hoping it's more selective for me. Like you said, Star Fox. You know, I, I know I can actually turn, turn that down. I, I've just never been that connected to the series. They're going to look great. Me, that makes me sad, though. Oh, I know. It makes everyone sad. <laughs> but, you know, maybe my girlfriend, who likes Star Fox way better than I do, maybe she'll end up buying them, and then they're part of the collection anyway, because we're, we're an item. So, Aw. Yeah. She just laughed at me. Um, <laughs> don't know how to take that. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's move on though. Let's take a okay. quick break, and uh, and then we'll come back and talk about the one game we've all been playing that we probably should have talked about ages ago, but Super Mario Maker. We're going to talk now playing, but we have one very big game that we are all now playing, and so we wanted to save it as kind of a main topic. That main topic is Super Mario Maker. A lot of M's and weird intonations. More <laughs> clapping. Uh, yeah, so this game uh, was one of my most anticipated games this year, and one of the most anticipated ever, and rightfully so. It's pretty much hit the mark in every way I could have imagined, so... Uh, yeah, I'm loving it. I mean, I guess, quick, you know, quick impressions. Uh, Joe, how do you uh, feel about the game? Um, this is a game that I was not particularly interested in getting. Uh, I just, I thought that the idea of, you know, I always thought that, like, Super Mario Brothers, the, the, the reason it was a great game was because it had such brilliant level design, and I wasn't sure that I would get that in a game that was centered around, you know, user-generated levels. So I was just like kind of meh on it, but um, Amy really wanted to get it. And a lot of her cousins and her brother were going to be making levels, so you know they were excited to exchange with each other. So I was like, all right, that's cool. We'll try it out. And I'm really, really, really enjoying it too. Um, I just really, I, I found that playing other people's levels, you know, you get something that is different than that kind of Nintendo quality that I was talking about but it's still fun it's mm -hmm. still good so it's a little there's been more creativity and less wackiness i was also afraid of that that everything i would play would just be like let's see how many koopas we can stack on top of each other oh my god and well, i just that's i gotta just, ask uh have you done the 100 mario challenge on expert very much no, no, I did, uh, there was, I think there was something where you had to do, was it like 10 levels or something like that? 
and I had a hundred Mario's. I think it was. I don't know. Was it was I, it I on that's, normal? Yeah, that's the normal. Yeah, and so I did that a couple 16. times. Yeah, okay. sixteen levels. I did that a couple times, and I was like, eh, "This is still kind of tough." So I'm just, it was, I was well, not motivated to go on. I say that because that's one of the bummers about the expert mode is that, you know, Nintendo pulls those at random from the servers based on right. really low completion level uh, states or percentages. Right. Right. And the reason for a lot of that ends up being really bullshit levels where yeah. there are a thousand Koopas stacked on each other, and then, you know, right. there is a way to beat it, but the the creator knows the one specific yes. way at what specific right. pixels to be jumping at, that kind of thing. Right. Right. And it's so unfun, you end up freaking passing it by quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah, no, there has been a lot of creativity uh, in general, and I'm pretty pleased to say that. Yeah, and you can really just, you know, you can follow the people that you that you like and uh, and and sort of tailor the experience that way. And so it's just really great. I'm really, really liking it. And uh, what about you, Paul? I like Super Mario Maker. It is fun. <laughs> Thank you for those detailed impressions. I appreciate it. Can you do a write-up for the site? I... <laughs> I don't know if I could write that many words. Keep it brief. <laughs> um, I have been enjoying this game. I was really excited for it, and I've been enjoying it like more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be so hardcore into cr- the stage creation. I didn't but... think you would be either. <laughs> Thanks. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's been super fun. So, I mean, there... I'll build a stage and then I'll take a few days off and I'll like, I still turn it on every day and I. It's so fun to see the notifications to see who the hell's played your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You check the notifications, see who played your stuff. And then I go into uh, courses. So I, I don't generally go to the hundred Mario challenge often anymore, but I'll go into courses and pick and choose what I think looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the first thing I always do is I go through my list of the people I'm following, see if they have something new and. Yep. I always make sure I go through and beat. Um, sorry, that's my son. He's, that's okay. He's very excited about Super Mario Maker oh, as well. Oh, sure. Pikachu. Um, <laughs> no, that's my other son. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I, I made it a challenge to myself that if I'm following someone, so all the negative worlders, I will beat their stages. And that is kind of a tough challenge to give yourself. How the hell did you beat Super Konzos? Uh which one was that? Every painful one. Is that Super I mean, Cons- that, or, I Octo, or was it Octo? Is that Octo Rockin? Was the really yeah. tough one? Okay, it's Octo Rockin then. Sorry. Octo Rockin. Yeah, I beat them because I'm awesome. No, no. What's the secret for real? Because <laughs> I, I fully respect his uh, his skills at developing challenging levels. I don't hate the levels for their, you know. That's but that's the thing. See, no, and, and I've I've sworn and I said, why am I wasting my life on this? Um, when playing his levels in the past, but uh, they're always fair. He he uh... designs. <laughs> they are. He he never has an invisible block that's going to kill you. No, there's yeah. you always know exactly what you need to do. You just need to be damn good at it. And well, like the Splatoon one, man, that was the first one I encountered of his. And oh my god, what? Like now, I'm not going to lie. This is what I did for that stage. I took his stage and I downloaded it. And, and then I went into I went into edit mode and I went to the thwomp section and I played the thwomp section over and over till I got it right. Uh, that's right? the one where you have to keep kind of jumping and letting it break stuff, right? 
or no? Yeah, what you need to do is there's oh, sorry, there's a spring. There's there's two conveyor belts. Yeah. And there's a spring that's coming on the one that you're on, and then there's another spring above you on a, a higher conveyor belt that you need to have the thwomp stop that spring at the right spot so that the two springs fly out at the right time for you to jump off of them. And that was the part I would get to when playing it and I would die and I'd have to go through all the first stuff. So I actually went, you know what? I'm going to download this. I'm going to practice this section and until I get it right. You know what I mean? That's, and that's yeah. the only way you can really do that. And so I did that with two of the stages. I did that with that one and I did it with the underwater wiggler, wiggler room one, which I feel is his hardest level. I don't even know how you get past the first section. Oh, I'm amazing. Did we say this yet? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's I, I've spent a lot of lives on it and I mean Mario was my childhood, so I I was I'm willing to if it was someone else, like if it was a stage that I ran into in the Hundred Mario challenge, I would have skipped it. Yeah. Like I mean I spent like a hundred lives on some of his stages just trying to you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, he made it and he clearly has fun being the evil mastermind he is and mm -hmm. uh, so it's nice to at least see, you know, some completed flags on, on your stages. Yeah. And I, I believe uh, Nate also defeated uh, quite a few of his stages as well. Well, good. I'm glad you guys have, and I'm glad that you guys are the one reason that he has completions on his. But, uh... <laughs> Can I just say that I haven't even tried his levels, but just from people talking about how outrageously difficult they are, that's why I haven't tried them. So Yeah, and, and, and just, to, just to say, though, Joe, and, and, and I don't blame you, because... I, my addictive personality kind of goes into this as well. I go, oh, this is the one stage I haven't beaten of his. I have yeah. to have that flag. I have to have that flag. Um, just don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. He does. He has a couple stages that he made just for fun that are actually quite easy. Yeah, Finn's playing those ones, right? <laughs> yeah, Finn's just really not enjoying those stages. He must be well, playing the Splatoon stage right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know he he got past the thwomp section, but he just he screwed up right after. He's Better like, than me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? I you remember. were advising to uh, to Joe that he shouldn't feel. Oh yeah, just to... just yeah yeah don't 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 feel compelled to do it. You'll find it frustrating and. Mm. Well, but I mean, you check check him out. Like, why not? And he clearly put a lot of work into them, to, like to make them work. But they are hard. I would recommend playing them and downloading them and then just playing the sections separately if you can't get past them all just to see what it's about but with the splatoon when i found that even downloading it like i like you did paul i did the same mm -hmm. thing i couldn't even get the other sections down and i was like okay this is i don't have the patience to even get through one of them and then have it fail and then struggle some more so i was trying to beat everything uh that everyone made on negative world until i discovered his <laughs> levels and then i said i'm gonna try everyone's levels yeah, <laughs> and uh, and beat most of them. So, um, wow. Yeah, I mean, he definitely made me feel like none of my four glory ones were actually, uh, you know, either four glory or at least they're they're more uh, beatable than 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 his. And uh, that doesn't well, mean that's they're a... better. That just means that um, I don't have the skills to beat my own hard levels that are, you know, even if I made one that ridiculously hard. So. <laughs> he must have just beat it, I think. He just beat the Splatoon stage. He's like, Good yeah. job, Finn. <laughs> um, no, but again, I do want to make it clear uh, whether Octorok and uh, <laughs> whether he hears this or not, but I greatly appreciate his uh, his talent, and I bow down to his uh, his skill 
and also the levels are very well designed. They're they're very well designed. They're very fun. Uh, I just can't enjoy every part. No, 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 Stephen. They're not fun. They're well designed. <laughs> they're fair. They're frustrating. Well, but that's well, exactly what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah, and for some <laughs> folks, you know, the greater the challenge, the greater the feeling when you. Oh yeah, there's there's so. nothing better. There's nothing better than hitting that flagpole or that gate, you know, in one of his stages, mm. and just all of a sudden that anxiety's gone, and you can move on with your life. Yep. <laughs> on to the next one. That's how I feel about buying amiibo, Paul. Me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so not not the center of the conversation around around Octorokin's, uh, uh levels, but um. But yeah, so I guess uh, I kind of might have derailed us a little bit from what you were saying. You were just saying about how you felt about the game. I don't know if you have anything more to add specifically before we talk about some other aspects of the game. Okay, I'm guessing that's that's no. Well, so um, sorry. You know... about that. <laughs> it's all right. No, um, yeah, no, it's awesome. I love it. It's it's amazing. Let's let's talk about creation tools because I said earlier in the show that without the Wii U gamepad, this game really wouldn't be possible in the state it's in. And I really feel that way, and I think that the creation tools are incredibly well done. They could be expanded, I think, but I think there's been a lot put into this, and it could have been even more, not, not say more bare bones, not, I don't feel it's bare bones right now, but it could have been worse, and I feel like Nintendo did a pretty solid uh, effort in uh, giving us things to make with, and also the ease of making the levels. Absolutely. Um, two E3s ago, when they first introduced it, I was like, oh, okay, you know, it's a Mario 1 theme or a, or a new Super Mario theme, and you can th- put the Koopa Troopas on top of each other, but how much are you really going to get out of that, you know? You know, someone can put their bricks in this spot, someone can put their question mark blocks in that spot, but I figured, you know, we were going to get the same kind of levels from everyone. Mm-hmm. And, man, just with the amount of creation tools that they have right now, people like, people can, like, I played a stage that was a murder mystery. Yep. <laughs> Yep. You know, or Yoshi eats you know, poison or something. All of a sudden, he's a boo. And people come up with, like, the greatest ideas. You know, they might not be Nintendo, like what Nintendo would do, but they're really interesting. They're really fun to play. There's like, this one level from uh, Chris Slate, who used to be an editor at Nintendo Power. And uh, he made a level called Jewel Heist or something like that, or, like, Wario's Jewel Heist. And you play, you know, you get the Wario costume and... You're going through all these houses searching for this jewel, supposedly, right? And at the end of the level, you actually see a little jewel and go and grab it. And I was, I was like, how did he, how, like, what sprite is that? Like, how did he do that? Hmm. And it's just that he covered the entire flagpole up until the green ball uh, at the top. Hmm. So you just see this little, what looks like a little green gem sitting in this house is actually the top of the flagpole. And that, of right. course, is... How you yeah, it's, level, so. it's stuff like that that I just find, you know, people working around the limitations and stuff that makes it even more interesting than, say, you were allowed to draw a jewel. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, yep. That's exactly. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw that on your Twitter feed just recently. Oh, yeah. I want to I try that out. Well, you just had to type in 77EE-0000-008E-0000. All right. It couldn't be simpler. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about that real quick. How do you guys feel about how Nintendo handled sharing levels and uh, and all Awful. this stuff? Follow my friends. 
So yeah. simple. Why? Well, that's the thing. Like, I do wish though that like I could automatically look up my friends list. Yep. Like, and then the second thing is, I wish I could have like a little notification icon on a friend that shows that they have a new stage to look at. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. my follow, because I'm following quite a few people, like everyone on Negative World, a couple other people, and uh, you know, I have to start at the top of the list, click, no new stage, click, no new stage, click. Oh, good, a new stage. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So that could be better for sure. Yep. Well, and, you know, I can see them not wanting to, uh, by default, have all your refriends levels showing up because what if you follow some people and you don't want to see? You know, they're just not good at that. You know, so you don't want to see that. Um, I can see that being uh, an existing then, circumstance, right? Then don't be friends with them. <laughs> so overall, I mean, there's so many levels now. It's been a month, and I can't even imagine how many levels are actually on the servers. Do you guys feel that overall it's pretty easy to find, you know, I mean, it's, it's easy enough to find your friends' levels, uh, but is it easy to find interesting levels uh, that strangers are playing? Are you... I, I do feel that, well, there are, there's like, what, there's probably at least two million levels up now. They're, I mean, they were at a million levels quite some time ago, weren't they? I don't know, did they actually like say something about that? Make it yeah, easier? yeah, they did. A while ago, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of levels. So, uh, I don't know. I, what I do is I look at... What are, the, what are the things that Nintendo has? It has, like, uh, what are the categories, you know, There's rising... Like, yeah, up-and-coming or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll take a look Most at the up-and-coming or, or whatever. Yeah, I'll take a look at up-and-coming. And if it looks interesting, like, just by looking at the little map, I'll go, oh, that looks, you know, that could be fun. And then every once in a while, it's not that great. But then if it is, you get the, if you enjoyed that, maybe you'll like this right, one. Right. And then I kind of kept, I get myself into a chain of just picking those. Um, every once in a while, I'll actually even pick one of the music stages. You know, I'm not a fan of auto stages at all. They make me sick. No, not but at all? Not generally, but the music ones, sometimes they impress me, especially if it's like a song that I really like. Mm-hmm. So it can be like, you know, music from Pokemon Center. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, you know, do, 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 do. And then I'll go, okay, that was neat. Plus sometimes uh, they'll add some stuff to the stage. Like there was one that was the windmill music from uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh-huh. And so they had like little windmills going around along with the music. And that was cool. I'll give those a star. But generally, automatic levels, I'll just... I'll swipe right past them. I won't choose them. That's actually kind of one of my criticisms about the 100 Mario challenge on easy, that most of them end up being that, because they're so easy and so completable that that's what ends up happening. I think my girlfriend said that she once played it where five levels in a row were automatic levels. (laughs) Don't touch the controller! Yeah. Well, what's great is when I'm not paying attention to the name of the level, and I start trying to play it, and then I'm like, like, whoa! And then I miss the one thing, and it's, it's Doomsville, you know? Yeah, every once in a while, I'll try and break them. Like, if I get, end up in one, I'll go, okay, right, now I'm going to jump, and now I'm going to try and beat the stage, <laughs> which is usually pretty easy to do. <laughs> but, yeah. And the problem is, like, every once in a while, there might be a cool automatic level, but there's a lot of really just awful... Yes, you know how to use springboards. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just pushing Mario forward and forward and up and forward and forward. I like to play interesting levels, levels that kind of either remind me of Super Mario, like an actual Super Mario Brothers game mm-hmm. or something that, you know, something that's really interesting and at least has gameplay behind it. I think only once I ever actually started an automatic level because 
there was so much finesse and the the Mario was almost hit so many times in so many interesting ways. I was like, that actually was entertaining to watch. Yeah, and that's fair for sure. Yeah, but definitely. usually it's just like conveyor belt, uh, trampoline, uh, you know, fire bar, and then more trampolines, and then oh look, it's the laughing sound effect when you can't actually exit the level, and then you fall yeah yeah <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh look, he jumped off the flag, and a trampoline dropped him into the into the hole. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hate that sound effect. You know what? This is breaking the flow of what I was planning, but the sound effects in general, I'm really glad that Nintendo has those, but I find most of them to be kind of grating. I yeah. I feel the same way. Actually, when I first started making levels, I was like, oh, I want to, you know, I forgot these existed. I want to use them. Now, I would find it a lot more interesting if we could actually upload our own sound effects. Like, yeah. um, on, on my above or below stage, which I made a long time ago, and it's okay. Um, there's a Bowser Jr. fight, and when I originally made the stage, I like made this Bowser Jr. voice, and every time he got hit by a fireball, he went, owie, 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 and it was cool, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of fit, and I sped up the voice a little bit, and then when I uploaded it, he just made a bird sound. <laughs> well, I, I had the same thing happen when I made a, uh, and this is before everyone else did it, by the way. Uh, I'm sure I wasn't the first, but I was I was ahead of the curve, but I made, um in the Mario World airship, I made like a train. And so, yeah, I remember that. You know, I mean, it maybe wasn't the most authentic train, but it was a train nonetheless. And uh, it was my uh, first scrolling stage, and um, I and it recorded... scrolled fast. It, it was like normal speed, I think. Wasn't it Jackrabbit? No. Uh, is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the second one. No. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I recorded an actual authentic train sound from the internet of a train going off, and so every time you'd exit the uh, the inside of the train and go to the outside, where it was actually scrolling, um, you'd find that that train would happen, and, and yeah, so in the uploader version, I didn't realize this until afterwards, but it's just tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah, you know? that sucks. I, I wish you could at least choose a few different sounds for that, you know, or I don't know, or something. Oh yeah, for the tweet? I know, it, um, actually, Trish and I, my wife and I, when I was playing that stage for the first time, I was like, I wonder what he was... I bet that's a train whistle. <laughs> like, we guessed what you were trying to have there. Yeah. And it's really too bad, because I've fallen into it, too. I was like, oh, that's a really cool sound for Bowser Jr. to make. And then, nope, he's tweeting. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, Twitter. limited to just one or two people in your household to hear it, it's, it does take away from it. It kind of negates the whole point of recording in sounds. Yeah, it really does. Like, I'm not going to hear what Finn's doing on his level right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. you know. but... His opera theme level. <laughs> oh, hey, Finn. Okay, um, what was I going to say? Um, Talking sound effects. Yeah, no, I, I, when I first started designing stages, like, my one stage um, where you go into the... Uh, oh, just one second. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. That's alright. So, um... You know, hopefully he remembers what we were saying. But uh, let's let's move on to the topic then of what levels deserve to exist at all, or like what makes a good level. You know, um, like for you, Joe, what what needs to happen in a level for you to find it validating to actually complete? Sure. Well, it's actually been kind of interesting because I've also found that Super Mario Maker is kind of teaching me what I like about Super Mario levels. Uh, on a more specific level. So um, one thing that I've found that is consistent in the levels that I like um, 
has been a generosity with power-ups. And what I mean by that is, like, I really lose patience a lot for the kind of levels that are designed to, like, never give you a mushroom, never give you a fire flower, and just expect you to kind of get through the whole thing without getting hit. Um, and that, I don't know if we want to get into sort of, uh, like, what, what we wish was in the game, but um, it sort of leads me... Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. But um, so I just, so I find I don't like those. The ones with the power ups, I think that they're more fun because you also, not only do you get a lot of little second chances like that, but you just, I don't know, you just, it just feels like you get, you're more powerful. So you just get to kind of like romp through the levels and sometimes just end up stomping bad guys. And that, like, that's kind of what I'm looking for. You know, like, I'm really not one of the people who gets that feeling of reward i was talking about about beating a really hard level um that's fine you know every now and then it's it's cool but i just like a fun romp through the stages and i find when there's a lot of power-ups you you get that opportunity sure um you know there's a level that i just uploaded it's my latest one it's a huge maze although there's really only one path there's a few dead ends but they're not like fatal they're just kind of oh uh you gotta go a different way kind of thing okay but each individual challenge, each kind of section is really kind of tricky. Um, and I was worried about people getting far enough in because it, it, you keep warping using doors and pipes. I use almost the entire level. And so that can be kind of time-consuming that I actually would like to uh, keep people alive long enough. You know, I'd hate for right. them to... So what I wanted to do, I wanted to give Super Mushrooms as much as possible so that they could continue to have that one-hit uh, chance. But I ended up um, doing it in a hidden uh, block form, which doesn't really help anyone, except for people I tell, I guess, but after each each thing, if in a pretty obvious spot, there's just a, a hidden super mushroom, and I probably should have just made them visible, because I understand what you're saying. I, I, I guess there's a certain kind of challenge to going through a level as small Mario with the one hit you know, right. kill, but it yep. is nice to just have a little bit of freedom to to explore and to yeah. take risks. So I, what I was... That- that level, yeah. real quick, Doc, mm-hmm. because what uh, what is it you need the super mushroom to do exactly? Um, just save your ass in case you get hit. And okay. An enemy. There is one spot where I've done it where you don't get hit, but it's incredibly rare because it involves okay. a wiggler and uh, and you have to have like a perfectly timed. You have to jump on a on a donut block. At the right time, when a wiggler is in its in a certain pattern, then it will just miss you as you fall down it. But um, but it's pretty rare, so I made sure that there were some mushrooms all around there. I think there's two even in that section, but again, they're hidden. So because there's one level of yours that I have not been able to beat, which one? Because I don't know what to do at the end. I gotta check the name. Oh, of it. is it the is it the um the, sh- the the ship one with the spikes? I don't know. I bet it is. <laughs> that was like my second or third. <laughs> Yeah, do you want me to tell you what to do there? Maybe it'll you'll think of it? Maybe. Right, it's well, like I got to a, a spot, and I was just like, I don't know where to go. You pro- Okay, if it's the level I'm thinking of, it's a Super Mario World uh, theme level, and it's an airship theme, and you get to the final end of the stage, and there's just a bunch of spikes. And, and the, the, the last ship is a bunch of spikes. Well, you should be able to have a power-up of a, of a feather, but I did hide a secret one right at the tip of where an arrow is pointing. So... You know, it's there, it's just not that obvious. But you have to take it, and you just run and jump, and then you glide down the whole way. You through, like, a small maze of spikes, and then 
Or you can do what I believe Paul did, get hit by the spike and run like hell. <laughs> and uh, and that works too. It's not that long of a, a thing, but um, I was learning a little bit more about my levels uh, at that time. But um, yeah, if that's not it, then let me know. You know, but uh, I, I I haven't done this with levels so far, but I want to be more uh, gifting and giving with my power ups. I, I I just want to say about the latest level you made. You did place your secret mushrooms in spots where Nintendo would place them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you beat uh, a castle stage just before the door to the boss. You go to the right, hit the wall. You know you're going to have an invisible block there. Right? Yep. And that's basically where your blocks are. So I, <laughs> I found, I needed those mushrooms to get through the stage, and I found them. So Good. Okay. So it worked. worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And I did get hit by that wiggler. I came so close to getting by it, but I got hit. It's it's tough, you know. And I originally the level wasn't going to be requiring you to go down that door, and it was just going to mm-hmm. lead you to somewhere else. But I actually ran out of pipes that I could use. Oh, I, I've I've been there. And I wanted to keep things where they were, so I changed it up. And that, that's yeah, that's kind of why I worked it out. And um, there's a pit that you can fall into um, from another part of the level, and if you hit underneath it, actually both are hidden blocks. And uh, so actually, come to think of it, you could actually hit those and maybe create a floor for yourself. But um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I put a lot of opportunities there, and I'm glad you found them because I wasn't sure how obvious they would be. But um, yeah. to be fair, though, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, like you know, maybe the younger players and stuff, don't realize those spots. Yeah. Like, because I know that I put a lot of my like they're usually just invisible one ups or whatever in those types of corners, and I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people just don't look. But hey, you're fair. It's fair. Where you have them is fair. Well, one of the things that I've seen that I've enjoyed when people do that is they put coins underneath it, which incentivizes you to jump, and then... Absolutely. There you go. I I usually do that, especially if it's a secret that I, like, worked really hard on doing. Like, oh, I want people to find this secret. Here's a coin. Here's an arrow. Here's an arrow made of coins. (laughs) How many levels have you uploaded now? I've only uploaded... I've only done two. Okay. And Amy did one, so a total of three for me. Yeah, I keep waiting for more from you, man. Yeah, it's just I have this kind of like weird, I don't know if perfectionist is the right word, but I just I always feel like they're not like worthy yet, you know. So, um, and I also like having a, a specific kind of theme or idea. So I've got one in the works, which is uh, which will be a surprise, but there, there's one forthcoming. But yeah, I you know I initially just started making like, just trying to make like, what would a good, kind of Nintendo approved level be like? And I'm just, you just never know when that kind of level is done. I feel so, like I have a couple of unfinished ones of that, but, but now I've kind of got a, a different approach. So, mm-hmm. so they're slow in coming, but yeah, we're good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I did want to say at some point, I did want to give uh, give due to my favorite level creators, especially because two of the top three are on this call right now. That's right. <laughs> Are you calling yourself? No. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I follow, obviously, negative world people, people that are on my friends list and... and uh, and whatever, and I, I really only play those levels, the ones of the people that I'm following. I, 
I just haven't really been that uh, enamored by, you know, just like playing random levels for all the reasons that you guys talked about, you know, all the ones that play themselves, all the trolley ones, all the extremely difficult ones. Um, but I found that the, you know, from my friends have been really, really and really my speed. So, um, but my top three in order is a one Paul Kenny, a.k.a. Plute. Yeah. And then Chris Slate, the guy I mentioned from who used to do Nintendo Power, his have been real creative. Uh, and then Stephen Black. Look at that. I'm glad so, I can be your third. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm on a, I'm on I came a in team. at the wrong time. Oh, the top touche. the top five is uh, next is Chris BG ninety nine. I like his levels, and then actually uh, Dave, who I believe is bearded nerd, right? Yes. Yeah. So and then it gets a little murky after that, but um, but yeah, Paul Kenny, your your levels, man, they're so oh. fun. Well, thank you. Oh, you're, I, you're... I came back just in time to. To feel really good. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't know if by far is the right, is appropriate, but yours are my favorite to play. Like, really, really exactly what I'm looking for. Um, they're generous with the power ups, which I just mentioned a little while ago that I really like. Uh, I love how there's a ton of secrets in them. Always. Crazy <laughs> amount of secrets. And they're usually really clever. Uh, and then even more so, what I have found that I like absolutely the most in my Super Mario levels is some sense of, of like, uh, narrative. You know, like, like it feels as if you're playing uh, in a world that actually exists, as opposed to just playing in someone's toolbox of mm-hmm. Mario things. You know, and like yours, like you almost always start with a castle. I know. You exit some. <laughs> tower of a castle and there's always like there's always like structures like castle pieces and stuff throughout the level and i love how you give little homes to all the little baddies and stuff <laughs> which is a little a little sadistic that you're like going into their houses and slaughtering them <laughs> but you know i love the little the little flat top of the mushroom with a little cloud that makes a bed and you put them together just all that stuff. It's like you are hitting it out of the park as far as I'm concerned. So, well, thanks. Yep. Just super duper enjoyable. Thanks, Joe. Uh, wow. That feels say, good. I gotta say I agree. Paul's, Paul's feel very much like what Nintendo would be doing. You know what I mean? Like they have sensibilities. Not that you are a Nintendo ripoff, but you, <laughs> you have a fun factor that Nintendo uh, has refined over the years that you seem to be kind of natural at. Well, thanks. That's awesome. I, I, I do enjoy my secrets. Mario to me was always <laughs> Mario to me was always about secrets. Um, like back when I was a kid, I remember the Sky World Spiral um, World Five. Yeah. You have to take the spiral up to to Sky World, and that doesn't even count as a stage. It's just kind of you know you go through it to get to the actual world. And there's one section of it where you're like between you're like in this air like just a overground or overworld area 
And you can actually use your raccoon tail to kind of like break all the bricks to get to the right. And there's like nothing there. It's like they maybe made a mistake not to put coins in them or something. And I always found things like that so interesting. Like I always wanted there to be like a secret little house over there or something. So whenever I design my stages, I kind of think about how I felt when I was 10 years old playing Super Mario Brothers 3. Just the level of exploration. So yeah, no, I, thanks guys. That, that feels nice. Yep. <laughs> all right, um, so Steven. I'm in the meteorite manor. So you know you've got all these um all the little arrows that like right at the end that you can only go one way and you're jumping on the ice blocks. Oh yes, okay. It. Yeah. So I kept either failing early or making it all the way to the end. Ah. And I never saw that there was a little path in the middle. And that's by design. Yep. 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 <laughs> so that's and I, I literally like I got all the way to the end, I didn't see anything. I went back towards the beginning and I jumped all the way off to the left because I thought maybe, you know, it was all a ruse or something. But anyway, I did a star for the course. There actually is a section. I don't know if you found it because there's a few hidden paths that kind of help you through. Like there's that coin situation, the coin wall or the coin room. Yep. Right. And um, if you fail that and you go to reset yourself at the door, there happens to be just one block beyond the wall. And there's a reason for that. If you hit it, it'll open up a, uh, a vine. If you go to the top and you just do a jump off to the left from there, you'll land on a platform and it'll take you to another door that'll take you to the top of the other coin room. Joe, the, was your, yes. the first stage you made, was that the uh, Seven Deadly Sins one? No, no. That was it's actually that was the second one, I guess, that I made. But um... <laughs> That one was hilarious. Yeah. Again, that was me just trying to trying to find a theme. You know, I don't even remember how I came up. Oh, now I know how I came up with it. There was, I played someone's level that was called "Don't Be Greedy." Okay. Oh, greed. And towards the end of it, like you get right at the end, and there's just one little spot where you see like a Yoshi and a star or something like that and you to that and if you jump in you you can't get out and like time just has to expire or whatever it is and of course i was really angry with the guy but at, <laughs> at the same time i was also really impressed that he had managed to like somehow you know put this little essence of this human nature of greed into his level you know and also right up front in the title he warns you not to be greedy you know yeah. not to fall for it so, so I just kind of, I don't know, that just kind of inspired me to think of like, well, you know, what else, you know, what other little bite-sized human emotions could I, you know, make a really small example of in a Mario level? So I just thought Seven Deadly Sins would be an interesting sort of motif to go with on that. And, you know, if you played it, they're all really short. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to get right to the point with them. And some of them are more interesting than others, but uh, but yeah, I had fun. With that, so. You know, that's a good I, thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Paul. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, maybe we, let's take a second to quickly define how the three of us go about uh, designing levels. Like, I mean, we kind of touched upon it, but just to kind of wrap up this section of the discussion, Paul, what would you say is your general process for designing the level? At this point, my process is I like to create a, a sense of place. Um, 
and just it needs to feel like an adventure like you're going on an adventure like mount yoshimanjaro you're going up the mountain probably one of my favorite levels of yours if not my favorite thanks um I, yeah i like to have a sense of place and then you know within that adventure of course there's going to be nooks and crannies where you know secrets should be should be around i don't always give people you know a fire flower i don't always give them a super leaf but if they're going to look for secrets, they're going to find the best power-ups in the game, right? There's always a mushroom there to keep to help you out because I don't want people dying. Like, some of my stages are pretty long. Yep. Um, so I like to always have mushrooms around. And then if you just try slightly, just a little bit to look around, you're going to feel more powerful. You're going to find that Yoshi. You're going to find that Fire Flower. And then, you know, continue on your adventure and to, to the next secret that's probably in the next screen. Mm-hmm. I, I like to fill it with secrets. That's my thing. All right, and uh, Joe. Yeah, like I was saying, I think that uh, I don't know how this, how long this will last because I don't know how much kind of mileage I can get out of it. But my, I think my new thing is uh, is I'm just gonna try to go for like art pieces, so to speak, or like you know try to do something that's really. Uh, um, I, I don't know, like almost doesn't even have anything to do with mario brothers like uh the the next thing i'll say the next idea i have is i'm gonna try my best to recreate like uh, a family room with an nes and you're like escaping from the television out into the mundane world you know so just things like that just things that have like one little idea and then a level that shows it off you know a level that embodies it so Sure. That's yeah. kind of where my inspiration's at. And I just want to, if I can interject really quickly, mm-hmm. the one most artsy piece that you did, Joe, was in Seven Deadly Sins, Lust. Oh my god! And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. It, it was uh, an absolute. It was an absolute representation of lust in uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, that was that was the last one by far because. All the others sort of came to me, I don't want to say naturally, but in a way that I thought made a lot of sense. And then for that one, I'm like, I was just like, how am I going to do this? Like, how how dirty do I want to get with this? You know, like, yeah. am I going to am I going to do something that's that like somehow is going to get reported or, or something like that? And I'm like, I don't even want to go for that. But I was just like, I just settled on this. So. That's that's funny. It's, it's it's hilarious. So if people haven't seen it yet, it's uh, great. <laughs> um, although that that's an issue that I was afraid of too. Once I made a stage called Yoshi Ain't Stupid, <laughs> and and Nintendo's done worse. So I was afraid that they were gonna you know take it down because I used the word stupid. Mm. Um, and it was just based off of the stage in Yoshi's Island called Poochie Ain't Stupid, like the name of it. Yeah. So so anyway, Do the stage know? does stage has hardly any Yoshi in it, but. <laughs> Do we know if Nintendo is really looking at these that hard or if it's left to the community? It, I'm pretty sure there... I mean, I've seen some pretty questionable names. Nothing super awful, like no racism or anything I've run into. But, yeah. you know, people are like, you know, hell, hell hath no fury and stuff like that. So it seems to be okay. Hmm, okay. Um, I guess for myself... Uh, yeah. I, I kind of... Early on, I was just kind of doing what... I just started putting down things and seeing where it le- led me, you know. I didn't really have too much of a of a process and some of my levels have been actually with an idea in mind. Like um the uh oh, what's the one? It's um, Ghost in the Graveyard. 
Like yes. Some sort of spooky one. So I built a house, and then I was like, okay, let's go inside the house. And I was like, let's make this kind of a ruse. And then um, the whole thing hinged on that one, not really a gimmick, but the fact that you could go on that one square to go underneath the house. You do a jump, and then that leads you to a whole bunch of other stuff where you're kind of going through the graveyard a little bit, and, and there's imagery. And um, did, did you guys all both play that one, by the way? Yep, played it, sure. started it. Did you go Double underneath check. Bowser, or did you go through Bowser? I did both. Okay. Um, which one did you do first? I did underneath first, actually. Oh, okay. Um, and then what about you, Joe? Don't remember. I have beaten it, okay. but I don't remember. Well, because I found that it was too easy to pretty much get your ass kicked by the whole Thwomp Bowser thing, and it was too unpredictable, so I made that area underneath to just kind of bypass it or to force Bowser to get hit by a Thwomp. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to be like that. but um, Actually, someone just commented on that one today. That they, uh, I guess, somehow they got a... Because the skinny mushroom is kind of random, right? You can was, actually... Un- you can unlock it. Well, no, I, I have unlocked it, but as far as like it's showing up, it, it can just show up randomly, right? When it, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so someone did that, and they just jumped over my entire level, because I decided for aesthetic purposes to connect the pipe at the very end to the house. Mm-hmm. So they <laughs> yeah. actually had an entire way to get, get through the level by bypassing it all, which was kind of funny, but... Because they got skinny Mario? Yeah. Because they were able to jump on top of the house and then get around it, but um, but nowadays actually what I've been doing was challenging myself by taking one, uh, you know how you can customize your tool set into that. Yeah. Uh, there you have the five layers and then you have that saved one. I would drag one down from each column and stick with just that, kind of at random. And that that's why my latest level is so heavy on the uh, on the bloopers and the um, yeah the thwomps and all that stuff. Because I limited myself, except I, I took a few days to, um, to finish it, like maybe even a week, and it forgot my save. I don't know why I did that, but it didn't, it didn't remember which ones I had saved down in that row. So, I just was like, okay, well, um, I'll just throw in a couple of small things here and there. And actually, there was one time where I had to use one of those uh, arrows that forces you to only move one direction to prevent people mm-hmm. from getting into a situation where they'd be stuck. Because I'm very, that's one of my main mentalities, is making sure that nobody, no matter how weird my room is or something, my puzzle, you can't die there just by because you're stuck. I, I don't want anyone to ever have to pause and start over because they're stuck. Yeah. So I play test for that in mind. And uh, I can't say I'm perfect, but it frustrates me to no end when that happens to me. Like, in a level today, uh, I was playing one that I was on Game Explain, which, by the way, Game Explain is a great place for really awesome levels. They've showcased some really cool stuff and made some cool stuff. But there's a level that's based on a forest, really well done, um, and they use one of those uh, kind of flat backgrounds. Like in Mario 3, you can use, you know, get the white or the orange or just or just blocks, but you can use them as platforms. He put one as a background in this area, but he didn't move it. Maybe he couldn't, but I jumped up and I was able to land on You're top stuck. of it off screen, and I was stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's stuff that I I always test for too. Um, actually, there's a a part in one of my re- more recent levels where you go, for, oh, heaven, heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. You go, when you're on the earth, there's a row of clouds along the top, right? Mm-hmm. But if you were able to jump on top of those clouds, you're stuck. Mm. So what I did was every few clouds, I moved the clouds down one row. Yeah. So that if you did get stuck up there, you can still go down that one little gap. Right. But yeah, it's stuff like that, that really sucks. There's, so I understand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You you like to play test the heck out of your stages. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't even take that long, but I definitely go back and I'll have Erica try them, and 
but I'll make sure that everything is playable and that no logical situations can occur in a stuck situation. But but right now I've been I've been just playing with the idea of taking a selected set of uh, of assets and sticking to just those. That's cool. And making so them count. Wigglers, thwomps, and uh, bloopers. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> next time it might be hammer bros, question mark blocks, and bridges, and you know, and then a uh, Bowser. Yeah. And uh, but I I like to stick to the columns because I'm anal about this and I don't want to mix and match, and lose what the uh, true order is. But I guess it resets <laughs> it after a while, so I guess I don't have to worry about it. It's never reset on me. Really? That's weird. Yeah, yeah. it did to me. So. Uh, yeah, well, I actually took a screenshot of it so I wouldn't forget what it looked like, because I like it to be nice and neat as it was intended. Um, <laughs> but that's just me. Oh, wow. So you know the assets though. That's that's a big part of this game. That makes the game. You know, and there's quite a few assets, and you can shake some of them to create other assets within them. I like that you can take the mushroom and make certain characters bigger, or if you take a mushroom to a uh, Hammer bro, he doesn't become a big hammer bro, but he becomes one of those um, super the bros. Sl- he becomes a sledge bro. Sledge bro, yeah, sledge yeah. brother. So I think it's pretty cool how they handled a lot of that. But let's dive into the other kind of big topic around this game and what's missing. I wish that you could, uh, you know, make little replays the way you kind of can in um, Mario Kart because. Sometimes I'll be playing someone's level and something will happen that I bet they didn't think about that was just funny. Or, you know, when you get through a level by the skin of your teeth through some random turn of events. And I just feel like I bet the creators would like to see this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I bet, that... you know, the creator, even if it's just something of watching someone figure out one of your puzzles and the process they go through. I think that would make it really enriching for the for the creation process to be able to watch people actually sort of go through them. That's a fantastic idea. I guess my only question is how hard that would be to to record if you know if it takes a really long time to record some of these stages, you know. Um just like playing them or you mean like files size oh, I thought, or something. No, no, wait. So sorry, I misunderstood I think. So you're saying you want to be able to see other people's recordings of your levels? Yeah, sort of like, you know, at the end, you get the chance to comment or star. Mm-hmm. If there would also be another one that was like, send play or something like that to the okay. creator. Okay. Oh, right, I thought for a second you were implying like uh, recording your own creation of the level. Oh, no, 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 no. Ew, that'd be gross. No, no, no. That would be gross. <laughs> no, okay. I don't want no, to not see even. that. No, no. <laughs> but I yeah, like... So- to see people, you know, try to take that that uh, parabeetle through the door. Right. Somebody like, oh, look what I did. I'd be like, oh, right, yeah, that'd be really cool. I never thought right. about that. Or even like, you know, like even the meteorite manor. Like, I'd be able to send you my playthrough and be like, Stephen, this is what I'm doing. What am I doing wrong? And you'd be able to laugh and be like, ah, you, you forgot this or whatever. Maybe you me, you know? I can imagine it being tough to manage that many recordings or you know files of steps or you know it. I can see that being kind of tedious, maybe, because uh, with like Mario Kart, you upload it to YouTube. It's off Nintendo servers. They don't have to have it and hold it and, and keep that data. But if you maybe limited it to your friends list, your actual Wii U friends list or something, uh, mm-hmm. then you don't have that many people you can do, and you're not going to end up sending one every single time. You know, no. it might be less taxing. Yeah, and also probably you know the more like if you are one of those super popular 
level creators and you're going to get tons of these that obviously complicates mm-hmm. things yeah. but it's just an idea that i thought would be nifty it definitely yeah. would be cool yeah i i definitely am not trying to shoot that down so steven so, anything yeah anything that's missing for me yeah um i mean t- there's definitely all sorts of assets that i'd like to see in there mm-hmm. um but without i mean actually i do want to talk about those specific ones but as far as like the big picture stuff you guys have kind of said some of these ones i think true vertical stages would be sweet Absolutely. I don't see why oh, they couldn't yeah. just turn the level up to its side and then just yeah. limit you that way. Yeah, totally it'd be cool agree. to like have a sub level that's vertical with like a regular level that's horizontal or whatever. That would yep. be so cool. Right. And I love the um the uh copter power up, whatever that suit is called. Yeah, you imagine know, the fun the stuff you can do with that. Yeah, but you just can't really do a whole lot with it uh you know when you can't do vertical stages there's just not a whole lot of point to it like you could use it to cross a big gap but i don't think that's the most fun use for that so yeah i definitely agree on the vertical stages oh yeah yep yep so um i guess there's certain kind of challenges to make sure everything works with vertical stages to some degree but again if you have to beat the level then then what's the problem you know i guess let's talk power-ups a few of the key power-ups that are missing are the frog suit oh yeah which um, it doesn't have that much of a use out of water, but it it makes it tricky. Right. I mean, I think you I can have a tri- yeah, you can have a very tricky stage where you have to be in the frog suit or yeah. Uh. No, and 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 there's no. I don't see why they would omit it uh, unless it is coming later. I mean, I really would love to see like some sort of um, packs where you could have a theme because there's there's tons of themes that aren't used: beach, desert, uh, forest, jungle. Um, actually, yeah, for sure. The fact there isn't a desert theme actually gives me really high hopes for this. Because there's no way that they would keep the desert theme out. Like, right. that's the theme that they always go back to. Sorry for cutting you off. No, it's true. <laughs> um, you know, and they, they have, like, an underground version of the desert caves, and uh, there's the lava caves as well. Like, you can take the underground and, and apply a lot of things to that. Um, ice caves, uh, sky worlds, I think I really want to see. Because, you know, you mentioned that one level in Mario 3 uh, that's kind of in World 5 that takes you up to the clouds. That's actually my favorite world from that game, and uh, I would love to see more more sky-related things uh, in vertical stages again. Um, what what uh, what theme would you want to see the most that isn't in there right now? Funnily enough, my least favorite theme in Mario games, Desert. But you want to see it. I want to see it because I'd like to make desert levels that i would enjoy yeah i'd like to you know get that mario 3 sun back and you know have have quicksand and like it's it's a lot of like interesting stuff like i i do enjoy like i enjoyed the desert levels in super mario brothers 2 Mm -hmm. but that's a completely different beast um but i i don't know i'd love to be able to create some nice desert stages like that uh, temple stage that i made with the pyramid i would have totally made that in the Mm -hmm. desert right sure so well, that's the one I want the most. There's the fire snakes and flame chomps. And, oh yeah, uh, hothead, sure. little Sparky, all these classic uh, desert characters that are omitted because of that. And Pokey. Yeah. Oh duh. I yeah, like that one. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Um, what about you, Joe? Is there any particular theme you'd like to see? Um, not that I would be crazy over it, but just off the top of my head, the uh, the kind of poison jungle thing from. Yeah the new the new games mm-hmm. that's that's fun i always i always like those those are i thought some of the more challenging ones from the uh 
proper games, but uh, there was something I liked about them. I don't know. I guess just the setting, just the jungle lush setting was pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to say, that is actually my pick as well. I'm not a fan of the poison so much, because it is kind of annoying at times. But <laughs> Yeah, it gets hard. But I love the uh, the forest world in Mario, Super Mario World. It's one of my favorite things Mario's ever been in, you know? Mm. Uh, oh, the Forest of Illusion. Yeah, yeah the Forest of sure. Illusion. So I'd love to be able to create levels that look like that. So, uh, you know, I want to see that. And that alone had its own... I mean, every section in Mario World, for instance, had its own unique enemies. And uh, so many of those are still missing. Um, there's, uh... Like, okay, so that... Well, that's that's themes. Other uh, items that are missing, power-ups, are the Tanuki suit, obviously, the hammer suit. Uh, the ice flower, the giant mushroom. Um, the giant mushroom almost... I don't think we'll ever see that, because you have the amiibo that does kind of a big Mario thing. and um, Not quite as gigantic and uh, overpowering, but right, still right. pretty cool. Yeah, But I, I don't know, I guess... It does allow you to smash blocks you, you couldn't usually? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So couldn't that potentially like really break someone's level design if they have to account for that? Well, you have to purposefully put it in your stage, right? Yeah. Oh, oh I see what you're saying, of course. You have to yeah. use the yeah, yeah, right. so. um, You know, another big omission, though, is that uh, you can't change Yoshi colors. Mm. You know, There's that, and you can't change pipe colors, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but it would add to, I think, the variety of the stage. Well, yeah, and... Um, you know, and, and actually, so far I've seen in uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, the green pipes are safe ones, and the red ones have enemies, and you could do sort of subtle cues and themes like that. Yeah, right? exactly. Be cool. Um, what else? You know, you know, this is actually one of the other big ones for me. Star coins. Oh, definitely. I don't know why we can't have those. You know, even I, I mean, have up to three. You know, and then just make it right. part of the and whole that- thing. And that way, making cool. you know, making secret areas, you know, you can stick a star coin in there. Yeah. Like right now, I think the best version for the best prizes for secrets is actually Mario One, which is one of my least ones to play around with, yeah. least favorite to play around with, because they you have the costumes, right? Yep. And you have the wonky Mario mushroom, which you can do on purpose, mm-hmm. and you have the Karibo boots and the uh, stiletto. So yeah. I feel that that one kind of has the most prizes you can do. Mm-hmm. But it would be good just to, you know, across the board have star coins for sure. Sure. Yeah, that would solve something that sometimes with some of the more frustrating levels, and this may sound kind of backwards of me, but, you know, sometimes I'll just be like, screw this level. I just want to get to the end, you know, because it's just kind of frustrating. And then, and I don't, it feels kind of cheap because I, you know, like even maybe I'll like get hit and then just use invincibility and run to the end because I wasn't really enjoying it that much I've, but, I've been there yeah but i actually kind of think that star coins would actually change that a little bit because then you know you'd feel like there was something you were accomplishing along the way you'd have some reason to endure the challenges more than just getting to the end so that would really i think really add something now do you think they omitted it because of possible dlc or do you think that they didn't know how to handle the idea that they either force you to have them in there so they have a leaderboard and then you can just always track it for each level, or, you know, I mean, because some people may not want to put them in there. So I guess, how do you handle that? Uh, to me, I think a level can just have it or not, and then uh, it just has that attribute on it or not. You know, you don't have to make a big deal out of it. Just Yeah, yeah like, it would just be an extra icon at the end. Just, you know, like, you have the uh, 
the flag to show if someone beat your stage. You can have a little coin icon to see if they got the coins. Yeah, and it won't be there if there are no coins. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Um, but what else? Uh, you know, I, I can understand why there's no exclamation point switches and or uh, blocks because typically that's you know one stage leads into another. You know, you don't ever do them in the same stage really to activate. So. I mean, you could, though. I don't see why you couldn't. That would be kind of an interesting mechanic. Imagine turning on certain blocks at different times that aren't really the P oh, yeah. switch. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, well there's the on-off switches in Super Mario World, right? That sometimes move the paths. Mm. Of, you know, oh, you're right. And, and yeah. uh, you can do that to maybe even make blocks appear, you know, do something like that. That would be cool. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, what about What about lock and keys? doors oh. that, that require secret exits yeah. i would love secret exits you don't even understand <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to have the red flags you know like the new super mario brothers red flag pole secret castle exits mm -hmm. locking keys all that stuff that'd be amazing i mean even if it wasn't a secret exit to end the level at least like it would force you to it, like for boss battles you had to actually beat the boss to get the key as opposed right. to yeah oh time, yeah most of the time what I see is you beat the boss because he's in the uh, the clown copter and then you have to use that to float up to a to a, that's, a pipe. Yeah, that's generally the only way. Yeah, otherwise um, you just run past them. The only one I think I was able to in my in my temple level, I had Bowser kind of inside this coin room and you know he does his Bowser butt stomp through the bricks and then when he hits the bottom he'll get on a conveyor belt and the conveyor belt oh, will yeah. drop him. Oh, that was brilliant by the way. That was pretty cool. That was like my one like when I first was making it I was like, "Okay, you beat Bowser and then oh." <laughs> it took me a while to kind of figure that out, but I was pretty happy with the way I did it. No, that it worked well too every time I played that level a few times. Um but yeah, but you're you're pretty limited on boss battles, so to speak. Yeah, I think I think at least maybe having it so that when you beat the boss, a door appears or something like that. Right. That would be that would be nice. A key appears or, or something. Or maybe allowing you to force a lock of the screen until the boss is beat, until an enemy is beaten, you know, so that you can't move past it. Yeah, exactly. Because I definitely have some bosses where, like one of my stages, I have Bowser Junior, and you can just run right past him, and that's fine. And I, I set it up that way, but. It'd be nice to force people to do it. There's so many stages where I literally just float over them because I'll get a cloud and then... Uh, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, see ya. Sometimes I feel like you can't even use the key to... Or you, you have to really put them far away because you can just break the level Cheat so the easily. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's another thing I'd love. I'd love a lucky to that when you kill him, his cloud goes with Goes him. away, yeah. Yeah, because actually the first stage I ever made ever was... Uh, it's, um, and it was going to have a Lakitu because I like Lakitu. I like that character. And as soon as I put him in, I went, okay, well, you know, I'll shake him around and then, you know, maybe he'll, nope, he just knocks him out and now here's a cloud. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's definitely a broken character, I feel. Like, he, well, you have to really, really think about how you're going to use him. Yeah, I mean, the, the heartbreaking thing is when you see someone who's clearly forgotten, like, didn't even think that you could, about people <laughs> yeah, getting exactly. in Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, dude. And and, and uh, I can't help myself. I will take the cloud. <laughs> of course. <laughs> then I just I just sightsee through the rest of their work. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was interesting. While, yeah. Every once in a while, you dip down a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, neat. Back yeah. up. Down. Or you see another lack of two, and then you're just like, er. jump on that one. Take yeah. that cloud. 
<laughs> I guess that's another thing that we say differently. You say Lakitu, I say Lakitu, even though Lakitu is correct, I think. Is it? Is it? Well, oh, either way. Well, I mean, it's kind of a silly name anyway. You'd pronounce the K-I as Ki if it was Japanese, so I'm presuming you borrow it from that, but um, my American tongue wants to say Lakitu. But, um, so I'm still looking through this uh, this pretty awesome graphic just because there are so many. Like It makes me so nostalgic just to see these things, and then it makes me mad that they're not there. I feel like uh, Mario World is probably the most underrepresented. I mean, there's Charge and Shucks that are missing. Dino Rhino, uh, Dino Torch. I'm, I'm using the names here. I don't know if they're the exact names, but the Eerie Ghosts, uh, Falling Spikes, Mecha Koopas. Yes. Um, oh, there's uh, the Lakitu in a Pipe. Uh, Sumo yep. Bros, Super Koopas, the ones that have the capes. Um, Thwimp. Yeah. Are, uh, urchins. Rex. Uh, Porky Puffer. Uh, what else? These are all the actual names, by the way. Are they? they yeah, they're correct. Uh, Big Bertha, <laughs> although that I think is also Mario Three. Um, but Blarg, I, I don't know how Blarg was missed. Yeah, Blarg. It's Blarg. Blarg. You could just drop it in the, in Blarg. the lava, you know. Like they, if they were having trouble about like getting it to be in the right spot, you just drop it in the air, let it fall into the lava, and then there you go. You know. That because you can't really touch the lava as a as an item, you know what I mean. So uh, just let it do that, and then it's it's stuck to the bottom because they're never going to be anywhere else. Or maybe, well, okay, this is the other thing that I feel is a big omission. I want to be able to make lava and water as a tile set. Absolutely. So, so I can actually make a, a pool of water randomly in a level. Or like the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if you're gonna have a beach theme, you need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. None. Yeah, so I agree. So, oh, you know, the game's great, just... but... <laughs> oh, no, it's fantastic, yeah. but when you actually go back and like play an original Mario game, you go, oh, yeah, this isn't there. This isn't there. You know what I think would be cool that's not on this list that I just thought of? Uh, is if you can actually have it so you can only see the circle that you're in. Didn't some levels do that? You can only oh, see... yeah. Like the lights are off, so to speak, so you can yep. only kind of see closely around you. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, uh, underground, and if you shoot a fireball, the fireballs, like, light up the area, yeah, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and there's key switches, actually, that turn the lights on, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That'd be neat. Um, mm. I think we could end up going through, like, a million things, because there's so many things in regular Mario stages that we're not even going to end up getting in this. Well, let me try. Chainsaw, <laughs> Boomerang Bros, Spiny Cheap Cheeps, uh, Skullbox and Torpedo Ted, Bolt Lifts. That's a big one for me. I don't see why bull lifts aren't already in there. I don't see why Boomerang Brothers. Boomerang Brothers are like what Mario Three is all about to me. Mm-hmm. Like the first kind of one you see is the boomerang one. But imagine whatever. making a little room that you go through and kind of like the ones that you do with the secrets, but you have to beat that boomerang, bro. Like in Mario Three, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. And you have that like dun 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 music. <laughs> well, and, oh, I'd love to see more music choices too, because there's um, there's the one where you get the Bowser. And then if you shake it, you get, like, the Mushroom the, House type theme. Yeah. It'd be cool to have more options there. It'd be cool to have the athletic theme of mm-hmm. each of each world, uh, game, too. That'd be neat. And some uh, some slopes, maybe? <laughs> oh, and, of course, slopes. Yes. Slopes is huge. I mean, I was talking, or not talking, I was uh, watching something on YouTube about it, and they were talking about slopes being a huge omission, and uh, you really can't... Yeah, you can't. You have to jump to get to higher ground. You can't just run or slide or any of that stuff. And 
ever since Mario 3, that's been a, a big part of the games. Yep. Nothing better than sliding through a b- bunch of uh, Goombas and they go yep. flying. And I don't think we'll ever see slopes, though, because that... I, I don't know if they could just add that. Could right. They? Well, the thing, I don't know, like the ability to do the slopes, I think would be pretty easy because you could just draw the slopes in to a degree and they would probably just disappear if you did them weird, right? But then again, generally slopes had a specific type of ground around them, like a kind of a grainy kind of ground that doesn't exist. So I would love them to. That's one of the things I'm not 100% sure they're going to be able to do, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is too bad. Is there anything else that we're missing uh, that you guys would like to see? From like a, just an, a character or an item standpoint, I think we've hit most of the most. I mean, it'd be cool to have exclamate our music blocks that shoot you off into heaven mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, shit. it would just the more, like a pipe. But see, that's exactly it. Like the more we keep thinking about it, the more we're gonna go. Oh yeah, we need that. Oh yeah, we need that. I mean, we need because Mario's brilliant. It's it's awesome, and there's been so many things in it. But it's. With the limited things that we do have, it's still amazing what people have been able to do. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I will say, as my last point, that something I don't think is very possible would be the, those columns and skewers in uh, uh, in Mario World. You know, that big oh! Yeah, because you'd have to be stuck to the top of the level for that, and it would just be very constricting. You'd have to have a very specific type of level. Mm-hmm. Um I guess, but again, maybe you draw like a certain type of ground block and they'd come from that. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Or yeah for skewers right. anyway, you know. Yeah. I One thing that I feel really I would love to be able to do is force perspective. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. sometimes when you're placing things in a stage and like it for some reason it wants to show like the tiles below you more than what's above you. <laughs> right. And it just drives me crazy because I'm like, I don't want to have a blind jump here, but okay, I'm going to have to move this bonus room somewhere else, and I have to move this over here, I have to move this over here, just because the camera wants to, I don't know, do what it's doing. Weird. Well, and then, too, you know, I find myself trying to make levels where you you zip around, but you want it to appear like uh, it's it's kind of a linear stage and that you're you're not really just jumping right next to another section. Like, in, in, in that vertical level that I made, where you're kind of going up the the castle tower or whatever. I just put it next to it, but I just put it far enough over that the camera never will see it. But then I, I lose uh, so much area, space. You know? Yeah, and that's that's my biggest thing too, because I love to create levels that look like they're connected, they're interconnected. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like copying and pasting and moving things all over the place, and then there's these giant chunks of nothingness. Or you can fill it in, but then you have to make sure you're far enough over. And then even then, I've actually hit it to where I've ran out of... You uh, used up all the blocks. blocks. Yeah. Yep, I've been there too. So it sucks, you know? Yeah. Um, that's why with my recent... This game's the maze, stupid. This game blows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you know, here's the thing though. By I think in a weird way, by complaining about what's missing, we're showing appreciation for the Mario series and for the game itself. Oh, yeah. There's already so much in there. I, I mean, retreading it is going to be boring for people to hear, but talking about what potential is there uh, has some validity to it. Um, Alright, one last thing i got to say about what's missing is Boo Buddy Block. Those boos that turn into blocks you can step on. Oh, yeah, for sure. That'd be badass to have. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, hmm. Forgot about those. Yeah. So, I think the best case scenario that for me 
and hopefully they're not too expensive because I don't want to buy a bunch of DLC even because I probably would be tempted to do it. Um, is if they had like theme packs, you get the desert, desert cave, and then desert enemies, or the beach, and the you know, and you get all the or, missing fish stuff. Or, yeah, you know, or a boss battle pack. That'd be pretty cool. Boss battle. So pack. You, you get maybe the Koopalings and Boom Boom and Bresnar. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You're you're right. Oh man, Resnor. You can't even do those platforms, you know. But well, you could you could well basically Resnor would probably just come as you know the platforms and the you know choose how many Resnors are on it. Who knows? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's an idea. That. I mean, you I'd can, love to have them. You can recreate it by making a path in a circle and then putting four, you know, platforms and then just yeah. having them go. But uh, I should try that later. And I guess instead it'll, it'll, of that would work for sure. But what? Who would be there instead of Resnor? Uh, a bunch of Wigglers uh, on top of Bowser with a giant Bowser <laughs> stacked on him with Bowser Junior with wings, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but um, how how badly do you guys wish Mario Two was truly represented here? Very badly. I think that Mario Two needs some good representation. Like they could have just thrown in enemies, and it still played like a regular Mario game, and I would feel pretty good about it and being able to pull stuff out of the ground would be easy enough to do they did it with uh the e-card mario uh, mario advance back in the day right yeah i mean i guess uh, it, i think it's different enough to warrant maybe avoiding it but i think they could have tried hard enough to to nail it well like if they nailed it that would be amazing but like it's just to represent it like if they have shy guys you jump on them and they squish that's fine or you jump on them and they fall off the screen, like in Yoshi's Island, right? Right. Um, but I, I'd love to see Ward again. I'd love to... Like, they have the doors from Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> so mm. that's nice. Um, at least... In, I don't... Which theme has those doors? Mario 3? World, I, I think. Or maybe it is 3. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's 3. World has the uh, the doors with the kind of the circular top to them. Right, right, right. Yeah, so... Because the original Mario 3, their doors... The doors were just... Uh, rectangles dark rectangles mm. so that they decided to turn them into mario 2 doors i appreciate that <laughs> i'm a i love mario 2 i have really big nostalgia for it i want to see wart again i want to see wart and bowser team up i want to see wart in yep. general somewhere because he's just he's just never showed up anywhere you know any- i also feel like that would give them a good excuse to play around with the uh i don't know if plot is the right word but you know, oh yeah, like, the the story, like the regular yeah. Mario story. Like you could do something totally out of left field because now it's it's not Bowser, you know. Like whatever you like, Wart is both nostalgic and kind of a more blank slate at the same time. So for sure, he's been in what, cool. two games. What's this? What's the other one? He was in Link's Awakening. <laughs> yeah, technically, <laughs> was he called Wart in that? He was. He had his name from the his Japanese name, so it was him. Ah, okay. I can't remember what his Japanese name is, but that's what it was. And he existed in a dream world, right? That's so he was a good both point. Those, he was in both those games because they were both dreams. Yeah. Spoilers. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, which is really Mr. cool. Dream yeah. Well, he was in the dream. Yeah. <laughs> in the dream, wasn't he? The well, the windfish dream, right? Well, yeah, yeah. So that's the that's you know the game itself. But to meet Ward, you have to go into that dream house, don't you? Or no? Oh, so I, I think he was like in a bomb, like he had to like, in a wall in a river or something. I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, I forget. Um, we'll talk about that when uh, 
the you dream know, house super yeah zelda maker comes out mm-hmm. i can't imagine <laughs> i don't know if i'd have the patience to play other people's zelda stages <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, I feel like that would get older faster totally because at least in mario you get through a stage you feel accomplished right Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's a giant dungeon that's going to take you like five hours to play because right. it's so crappy. And <laughs> the dungeons play into the story of the game, and that doesn't happen to Mario. And yeah, I'm not looking for a for a Mario Maker type game for for the Zelda franchise by any means. I would seriously, when the NX comes out, and in a few years, if they made a sequel to Mario Maker with like all that awesome stuff, and you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that would be great. But for now, I'm just going to keep playing Mario Maker and. How about a Mario Galaxy Maker? <laughs> that would be mind-bending. That'd be like I'd love to see the tools for that, like user-friendly tools for Mario <laughs> yeah, Galaxy. <really. laughs> shake the planet. Yeah. <laughs> what does it do? You just shake through one thousand predetermined planets. <laughs> yeah, you shake the planet. Just... Yeah, it goes to a new planet. The physics change, and like maybe it's just a box with a book of C for dummies inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> You know, I I will say I did actually play a Mario Galaxy stage in Mario Maker that someone made, and what they did is they had the level literally just recreated upside down. So every time you went into a pipe, you'd go to the other side of the, oh, the that's world, nifty. and you'd make your way across. And it, it was pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't the greatest from like a challenge standpoint, but but just the idea, was neat. yeah, yeah. I gave him a star for that. I played a few, I played a few of the uh, gravity changing pipe stages, and I. I, they're cool. They're cool. The only problem is, if it's Mario Galaxy, shouldn't Mario be walking upside down? Yeah, I know. I mean, come on. That's what I would have said. I would have said, I don't. I wish I didn't give you the star, but I'm well, sorry, buddy. Mario, this is nothing like Mario Galaxy. It's the Mario Kart 8 <laughs> physics, I guess, where your camera's kind of locked to you. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so then everything's still right side up. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Anyway... Um, well, man, we've talked uh, we've talked about this for quite some time now. So, is there any final thoughts you guys wanna wanna say? Any plugs on any awesome levels you wanna make? I'm sure you have the level numbers memorized. I would love I would love for people to play my levels. I mean, that's how many stars. All, there's nothing more fun than seeing someone starring a level or leaving a comment on your level. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that to be true about you because, man, you comment on everyone else's. And it's, I generally generally do, yeah. I like. I think it's just nice. It's nice to see a comment on your stage. No, I, I see you. I can tell you're actively doing it, and I appreciate it for myself and just to see it for other people because it is nice. Um, I don't necessarily comment on strangers' levels too often with the like Hunter Mario challenge and all that, but when it really speaks to me, I definitely will will do it. And uh, yeah, me too. Well, like I generally like if it's a good stage, I'll give it a star. Um, but if it's something that really, I was like, oh, wow, that was awesome. Especially if it's someone who, you know, doesn't already have a thousand stars for that stage. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll leave them and I'll leave them a note for sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Plute was here. <laughs> Your stage is good. Um, the last, the thing I wanted to share last was, uh, that I think it's pretty cool how this game has actually made it, uh, it's kind of restored that feeling back when you would play Mario games before the internet and you would have to talk to your friends and find out like, Oh, Oh, is there, there's actually a secret there or, you know, how do you beat this level? Or, you know, what's the trick in this, in this part of the stage or, you know, cause now every other game that, you know, 
Nintendo makes. Uh, the entire thing is on YouTube before you even get it from the store, and you know everyone knows all the. You know, people are no matter how much you try to avoid spoilers, they're like, "Oh, just wait till level six. It's crazy, or whatever it is." So, <laughs> I just think it's a it's really neat how this has really you know I feel that same sort of like social gaming uh, that I felt when you'd be chatting with your friends around the lunch table about you know interesting Mario levels and stuff. So it's pretty cool that this was able to bring that back even with the internet still in existing yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say that actually because i felt the same way i was playing one of octorok in stages and i guess i could have i was like i cannot look up online how to beat this right yeah. i i have to figure this out and or i can just ask him right but i have to right. actually talk to him about it so yeah no for sure that's awesome yep yep so last comment joe had a last comment i did <laughs> had a last comment or no last comment joe did i say last or comment terrible. joe now, now you are yeah. last comment joe Oh, and I've got a whole new reputation to uphold. Yeah. <laughs> and and I don't have a last comments, I don't think. Oh no. I mean I so, could just ramble, but so A A B D F zero 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 two six A zero E A. What is Lost that? Temple Treasure Room Redux. Oh, is that's one of yours, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, hey, you know what? In the uh in the show notes I will put in uh one level from each of us and uh if anyone sees it, then hell, it's just oh. a little more. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, just um, I am me, uh, your pick. If that, and that was it, then please type it because I did not get that. <laughs> yeah, it was more of a joke than anything. But you know, I will say I'll plug this. So right before the game came out, I decided to make a form, a Google form, where you can input your levels. And I know that we can post on the site, or you can follow your friends and everything, and that's fine. But one form thing was that a good I do. Idea. Is yeah to make sure that I I don't miss somebody and it's a little bit easier to see if like um Paul you know you keep clicking everyone to see if there's something new in theory you can just go to the list and you can see if anything new has happened yeah if, I just if, noticed actually Smurd just posted one right exactly so now you can actively go to get Smurd's level done um, <clears throat> you might even see on the form there's some green and red and that's actually me keeping track of what I've played. <laughs> Um, which you guys can't edit that, so uh, I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> but exactly, you know, I, I think it's a use. It's, it's a great form, and I really encourage people to still post to it because I want to have a record of what uh, Negative World's contribution is. Because I think Negative World, more than a lot of other people I've seen on on the uh, on the servers, has some great things to contribute to this game. You know, we're such longtime fans of Nintendo, and uh, I think that we have more of an understanding of what makes a fun level as opposed to just a gimmicky one or um, one that's too challenging. So. Uh-huh. so that's my thoughts. So please, uh, you know, use that. And again, it is a great game. I've played it so much in the past month that my Splatoon gaming pretty much ceased. And I would like to get back into Splatoon, but Paul, have you, have you played it even? I played this whenever there's a Splatfest. I play the Splatfest. Yes, but yeah. I'm the same way. I was like, hey, I have to do the Splatfest. But although the last Splatfest, I was like, I was itching to play Mario Maker so badly. <laughs> well, yeah, and like for me now, I'm like, oh, Splatoon, you need like a new level to get me back. Like, let's you know, let's do that. But um, Mario Maker is just so good. It's definitely defining, and it's it's worth every uh, ounce of hype that I gave it. And uh, and that's it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep playing it. And like Splatoon, the best thing that Nintendo can do is actually just release more content. 
give me more to more tools and more uh I mean I guess it'd be if they did paid DLC, then you're kinda stuck being able to play people's levels who don't have who haven't paid for it, you know? Yeah, but maybe maybe they'll play it so maybe they'll make it so, you know, the creation tool is the most important part, so you you can play them, but you're not allowed to use those tools. You right. know what I mean? I think that that would be fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, maybe all the DLC is free. <laughs> yeah, I doubt Ooh. that. That would be nice. But, I mean, that would be nice because, I mean, the game was a full-price game, which it totally deserves to be. Right. Um, and but Splatoon, I don't know. They had all, I mean, it was a lot of the Splatoon content was on disc that they just were unlocking. But, uh, you know... I don't think Nintendo's against free DLC or any, by any means. It just depends on when it's right for them. And this might be right. I mean, we've all been buying Mario games for 25-plus years, right? Or 30 years now, it is? So, yeah. Shit, man, we've kind of paid the dues, a lot of us. So why not just, just make it free? And you will pay some more. I just I do have a feeling, though. Like I do have a feeling it will be paid. But I have a feeling it'll be like Super uh, Mario Kart, where you really felt like you got value for it. Right. Cool. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Let's... Or like it's just like unlock Bowser with you know for four ninety nine Bowser with an amiibo card. <laughs> Bowser with a mustache. Yeah. Wouldn't that be <laughs> fucking shitty if <laughs> if oh amiibo God. cards and blind packs allowed you to unlock uh, different items that are not in the game? That'd be mind numbing. That would make me very. I angry. would end up. I would end up uh, planning like big events in my town. Where everyone comes with all their cards, you can just unlock it for everybody. <laughs> exactly. You know. Or you can use one of those new cheat devices. Don't they have like there's a cheat device where you can save all the amiibo information uh, to it? There's a Game Shark. It's a... like an amiibo game style Game Shark. No, Look I, it up. I'm have... pretty sure I saw it. No, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's um, you just can download amiibo data from the internet and then upload it to the disc, and then there it is. Wow, <laughs> crazy. So there you go. Get around that. Amiibo stuff, like I, garbage amiibo stuff. I don't quite know how it's illegal or anything. I know. No, not, neither do I. Yeah. Nintendo's not happy about it, but I don't see where it's really breaking anything. Well, I think generally people buy the amiibos anyway because they're little statues. So that's the most important thing for me. So. Yep. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, we'll end it here. Uh, I think we're, I mean, without breaks or with breaks, we're about three hours into this recording, so we might as well. Uh, go enjoy the rest of our lives for the day. That's uh, a really good idea. Yoshi's Woolly World <laughs> is still being played in front of me. I would like to rip the controller from Erica's hands and into mine. So I'm envious. <laughs> actually, you know, I don't even care to play it. I just want to hear the music. It's so damn good. And actually, anyone listening to this has heard it because I've used it for the show. Yay. So, but, Paul, uh, thank you for uh, joining us on yet another episode. And no Joe, thank you for... Uh, for the three plus years of our friendship and podcasting. Clap, 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 pika, pika. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so the usual shtick, uh, which I kind of am sick of these closing statements. I should think of something new, but for now, comment on what you've heard at negativeworld.org. That's where you'll find us. Find us on Facebook if we update it. Find us on Twitter. That gets updated. And uh, yeah, just keep listening. We appreciate... uh, all your thoughts in the threads and we appreciate you listening in general we hope it's uh entertaining and not grating that should be our podcast uh <laughs> like <laughs> our slogan your slogan <laughs> yeah all right but anyway um it was good catching up with you guys and uh catch you later bye bye <laughs>